Evan, do you see the Sagensu thing? It's a thing, right? Uh, I looked at the at the link you put in the show notes and was not interested, so I closed it. I didn't look into it anymore. Evan, I know his skin suits are historically a thing. Like, so what you do is like you cut around their waist and strip the skin down off their legs oh. and toes, and then for good luck, you put some coins in the ball bag and you wear the skin pants. You're full of shit. I'm not full of shit. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's some serial killer shit. <laughs> it is. What the fuck? You wear this. Does that even make sense? <laughs> yeah, you wear the skin and put some coins in a ball bag, of course. Hello, hello! Welcome to the Isle Panel, episode 136. I'm your host today, James. With me, as always, are my two fabulous, handsome, and good-smelling co-hosts, Evan and Mike. Evan, what's going on, man? How you doing? Fabulous! My I'm man. feeling great, James. That's what I'm talking about. And I'll tell you what, the boys, they're feeling great, too. <laughs> Hanging low and long. <laughs> well, I thought he meant, like, crack one. Crack one. Oh, cold room with the boys? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about testicles. That's right. Right. Yeah. Right. How you okay. doing, Mike? All right. All because right. as yeah. you as right. you know, Mike, I am a steadfast teetotaler. As you well know. <laughs> right. Right. Which has something to do with your testicles. I don't know. I don't <laughs> Dude, we talked about it last week. Yeah, it's a thing. Last we week. It. What's the thing? Not drinking. Well, yeah, no, I get that. That's it. Okay. Oh, you mean crack cold with the boy. Got it. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. You're on testicles. Right. He's on the oh, he's going back. You're going forward. Get it together. <laughs> get it together. How are you doing, Mike? Uh yeah, I'm alright. I'm alright. Outstanding. I saw Mike yesterday. We had a good time at uh one of our listeners' birthday parties. So that was a good time. One of our listeners' and best friends' birthday parties. Happy birthday, buddy. If you're listening, which you probably aren't. Um, wonderful little family. Evan, we should have played that uh, that crazy song from Aqua Teen Hunger Force that's like, this is the new birthday song. <laughs> I I know what you're talking about, <laughs> but I couldn't. I it's could like not have participated. Oh, yeah. So whatever. Yeah. Like, it's like now, ladies and gentlemen, Zach Wild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. That was really good. No, yeah, we'll we'll find that for later. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We'll find out whoever's birthday is next and plan ahead. All right. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so uh welcome to the show, folks. Uh how was your week, Evan? Let's let's talk about your week, man. Well, I had a little uh, a pleasant surprise in the mail. One of my mics finally came. This oh, is the oh, way overhyped and branded Final Mouse Ninja Air 58. So is this one of the skeletonized ones? Oh, yeah. It is. Uh, but they cut down more weight by hollowing out the sides as well. Nice. Okay. So this is a, quite the empty shell. But it performs pretty well. 
Uh, very overpriced. Build quality is okay. I feel um, like I feel like we would make you very happy if we bought you a Dremel tool. I a have a printer. Dremel. Ooh, uh, you know, I considered buying a 3D printer, but it seems like a lot of work. Um, you did like you buy me the soldering kit. Amazing mice, though. I would love to see the mouse you'd make with like a DIY mouse kit and a 3D printer, 3D printed shit like casing. Well, honestly, this the whole like drilling holes in shells is quite effective, and I think I do have one or two drill presses in my Amazon cart. One that fits a Dremel and then like a standalone drill press. Um, but I haven't bit the bullet, although buying the standalone drill press would have been cheaper than this one mouse. So I probably should uh, actually look into that. You know what would be a cool mouse would be uh, a totally skeletonized, not with holes, but just like the framework, a carbon fiber frame of a mouse with a with the only thing that's solid is the buttons and the scroll wheel and everything else is just a hollowed out frame. So it wouldn't be a mouse that you would keep to do anything like, like you, this wouldn't be your, I work at the construction site mouse, <laughs> but if you have a perfectly clean desk, like carbon fiber would slide across a mouse pad. Like the one this Amazon basics mouse pad beautifully. I don't disagree. And uh, I, I'm going to show you probably my lightest and, Maybe smallest mouse, like high polished wood. Uh, no, it's actually it's it's super cheap, and I I what the fuck did I spill on this thing? I have no idea. Anyways, this is the this is, uh, this is <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> so it's covered in Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the Mad Cats. Oh my rat, god, Rat One. This is not this is a nine dollar mouse. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking about. And this piece comes off, so you can print something and like you know mold it and snap it in there. Yeah. But the front piece also comes out, and that is all you actually use. Oh my god! So if you're all no one, you know, there's no video for this, so you're all missing out. But it's like a two inch by two and a half inch misshapen cube almost like a hexagon of the uh two mouse buttons and sensor and scroll wheel so if you if you grip it just with your fingertips which is actually quite difficult can someone uh, make a mouse for like a james hand well you have one one of the candidates and there's also a couple of no but you know what i wish well since we're, we're we're showing i'm showing evan a picture this is like very unpodcastly but if you like, I don't want my hand, that much of my hand, to be on the thing. Okay. I wish the mouse was this big. I wish I could. I wish I could put this palm it and never have my hand touch the mouse pad. Instead, my hand sits about this far back, which means this. See, look at the look at. There's like yep. a drag thing going on, and then this fingers here. And what happens is I get mouse mouse users' fingers. So I'm like, <laughs> like do you, you ever happen to you? Yeah. Like you're, you're like you play games for a while and you're locked in. You're like, oh shit. Let me just, you know, you got to give it a little jitter shake. I, I do know what you're talking about. I am double jointed, but only in my left hand, uh, which is why my uh, professional bass playing career never took off. Because, oh you know, the strings are thicker. You got to use more force. And my my uh, my last knuckles will lock. Like, like teetotaling does it for you again. Like that right there. If you're All that the pinky camera. up tea drinking. 
Like my messed you up. Oh my god. Like, Ew. I have to like snap it out of that position. That happened to me, but not yeah. like it happens with this the pinky. My pinky gets like kind of like caught, and I'm like, ugh. And yeah. I, but it's not. It doesn't break over like yours does. Yours is like your shit fully locks. It's yeah. That's just weird. So for your gigantic mammoth hands, yeah. There's there's pretty much one option. Uh, it's the same shell, but two different companies. The, there's the fat a fat hand XL <laughs> by Fatty McFatso, <laughs> Fat Mice Incorporated. Like Jesus. <laughs> like all right, show it to me, damn. <laughs> I'll, buy I'll it. take Fuck. two. <laughs> yeah. So there's the. Uh, Myonix Naos series, or the Dream Machines DM2 series. It's like the Manos? <laughs> yes, the... Manos for the Hands of Fate mouse. mouse. of Fate. <laughs> Dude, that's going to be the name of our mouse. <laughs> Manos, the Gaming Mouse of Fate. Yes, it fits. The name of our mouse. Myonix Naos? Yep. Which number? Put a link in the chat. Um, Any of them, really. The, okay. the, they have 3,200, 7,000, 8,200. Yeah, so that number just indicates the maximum DPI of the sensor, which further indicates the different type of sensor used. But for James, um, probably wouldn't notice much of a difference between the two, but I believe the 7,000 is the ideal one, which I do have. It's a thick boy mouse. Yeah, and see, it's got the finger ledges, uh, so you mm-hmm. kind of, you, like, lay your hand on it, and you, at the very most, I would say, like, the tip of your pinky might touch the pad if you're being really relaxed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, it's it's a it's a thick boy mouse. Evan, I have a, I have a big-ass hand. I know you do. What's the other mouse you mentioned? Uh, Dream Machines DM2, which is the exact same shell. Uh, but by a different company because a third company is actually the producer of this of this shell and that is Moto Speed if you've ever heard of them. Hmm. Well, I have not, but you know, right? That doesn't mean anything. Uh huh. I'm not, you know, deep in the mouse community. Yeah. No, it's like, no problem. Like you, it's no, not no. your fault. If anyone's fault, it's my fault <laughs> for not educating you, you know, forcibly enough. Right, right, right. I take full blame for that. Well, no, you're like a you're like a mason, you know. You aren't you allowed have to, to proselytize. Request, we have to request. You knowledge. have to request entry into my domain. Yeah, exactly. That's how that, we should do that. By the way, is oh, that, are you a mousin? Is that his, I mean, a mouse? <laughs> no, weren't we going to become masons sometime? Well, I, I mean, saw, you I just got to ask, right? Played with the idea of joining a cult, but it's a lot of commitment. It I wouldn't yeah. say it's a cult, James. I, I think, uh, I, think I, I actually did discuss that with Dave because he 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 wants to do that. Yeah. Now, I mean, we should really take a moment to think to ourselves: Do we want to join because we think we can benefit the Mason community, or do we want to receive as much help as they're willing to give and then be done with it? Like, how committed are you? It's a lifestyle. I think. You do a lot of volunteer work, a lot of charity, a lot of a lot of giving. Do we want to give or do we want to take their resources? It, it and... is a it is a semi religious order, so I can tell you it's a hard pass for me. Okay, um, I I will be willing to start a cult or our own uh thing that is like the Masons, or maybe uh, join the Illuminati somehow. 
but uh, not interested in joining <laughs> any kind of a any kind of a semi-religious order because it's just uh, might as well be like the Order of Santa of Claus. You know, I'm just not right. interested. Yeah, that's something. It's a hard pass for me. Okay. Well, I had Mike? to tell a girl on on uh, what's it called this week. She messaged me and she said, she said, she said, "Hey, how are you doing?" On this is on OkCupid, and I said, I looked at her profile. I always check two or three things, and the one first thing I say is I check their religion to see if I don't care if a girl is religious, but her religion said it gives you the option. Did I talk about this before? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, the, the religion gives you the option to say uh, your religion, and then it says it gives you like three options. I'm laughing about it. It's important, and mm. it's really important. Right. And her said it's really important, and I was just like, my thing says I'm an atheist. You know, <laughs> I I don't care about anybody else's religion. It's cool. I've dated girls who've been in religious, and I was religious in the past. I don't mind, but. If it's so important to you that you need to put it on information on a dating site, that means you want to date somebody in your religious background, you know? And I told her, and she's like, well, why? Tell me why. And I was like, yeah, all right. You ready for face shaking? Let's go. You know? <laughs> like several paragraphs later, she stopped talking to me, so. Ooh, that's yeah. an accomplishment. I wouldn't I mind seeing some screenshots, but. I went in. I'll have to find see if I can find it. She okay. she she blocked me, I believe. So I don't know if I can pull up the screen. The uh, that's unfortunate. If I can, I will I will post it. Awesome, thank you. Uh, I too had a recent encounter with two lovely ladies of the uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Oh, that's and, a good time. Uh, yeah, interesting Having conversation. Uh, the first conversation was pretty brief, but the second follow up one, after they had presented me with the good book and I read a couple chapters, we we debated back and forth a little bit and a little Q and A sesh. Uh, you let them in okay. the house? I let them in the house. Yes. Why? Why are they gonna are they gonna infest it? Do they break off into like if roach they come versions to my door, of themselves? Like, if they come to my door, I'm like, <laughs> see you later, and I just close the door. I had Don't nothing to out do. Of here. Are you that bored? Um, Take care of me. I don't boredom? have a job right now. Really? Okay. Well, pack up your computer. Two changes of clothes. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah. Got a mattress in the corner. You're familiar with it. Perfect. Outstanding. So you, you can, can meet sleep these on nice my ladies. floor like a homeless person because that's yeah. exactly what you will be. So, okay, so what happened? You let them in the house. Uh-huh. So I they recommended uh, a couple chapters. They they questioned me on what I think happens after death, and I gave them a an okay explanation. And they were like, okay, you should read these two chapters. And they came back in uh, like three days later. We made a little appointment. And what I read it, and they were like, "So, so do you believe now?" I'm like, "No." Nah. Do you have any questions? I was like, "Eh, eh." Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Are you, are you, are you gonna become a Mormon on me? No, definitely not. Oh my god, Evan, are you know. that bored, or are you like, were you really like, there might be something to this? I don't think there's something to it, and I'm definitely not one of those people who I hate. Who are like quote unquote Christians, or you know they believe just in case. I fucking hate those people a lot more than people who actually believe. Which yeah. you know I don't. If you hate gotta them believe, very believe. Much. Oh, I never Otherwise, heard of a believe. just in case. 
think. That's totally a thing. Yeah. I never heard of that. That's absolutely. A so they're like, in case there's a god, I believe. The yeah. fuck out of here. Well, in the meantime, they're blowing every fucking Tom, Dick, and Harry they can. Everyone except mine. That's why I hate yeah. them so much. Or some dude to come blow me. No, I'm just kidding. Just a general interest in uh, a little more philosophy than I've been exposed to. There's there's something there. A thirst for knowledge. Yeah. That's our Evan. <clears throat> you need a hobby. I mean, I need a hobby that doesn't require money. And I think Bible study is the one for me. Oh my God, Jesus! <laughs> Jesus Christos. No, how dare you take the the good Lord, baby Jesus, eight pound beautiful baby Jesus name in vain? Go to meetup dot com and look for a philosophy breakfast club that you can go hang out with. I will it's look totally for Bible study on meetup dot com. Bible Thank study. Thank you for recommending that, dude. Oh my God. Okay. Well, hey, we're about to lose another one, folks. <laughs> His parents will be probably happy. They're I'm like, gonna yeah. disown you heathens by next week. No, whatever. We'll just be up here. We'll be here having more new topics to avoid. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. And Michael, what about you? Have you joined? Uh, have you gone back to Catholicism? No. I, well, I never left, James. As you know, I practice Lent out a- of guilt once a year. Yeah, Michael's just a bad Catholic. <laughs> he's still Catholic. He's just a bad. He's a subpar Catholic at well, best. I, I never, I never renounced my faith. I didn't, I didn't travel to Rome, and uh, you know, is that what you have to do? Is no, it like giving a, like shredding <laughs> your passport in front of the president or something? <laughs> he has to watch. <laughs> it's like when you quit your job at the there's the, the the man the CEO comes down to the fourth floor <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Cubicle and cuts your tie off <laughs> and walks out and throws a tie on your face. Get the fuck out of here, Jerry. We're done with you. You have to throw a cross on the ground in front of the pope or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. I shred my Catholic certificate. Yeah. Yeah, whatever whatever that is. But yeah. Actually, I do have I do have paperwork that says I'm Catholic. So, do you? Yes, from the church. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you got to keep that stuff now because I needed it for uh, when I for went down the, to, yeah. to Chile. Yeah, you're a Godfather, you got to keep only that stuff. only only Catholics are allowed into Chile. No, that's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that is that is true. That is a fact. Um, you have to show that at the border. No, uh, yeah, it was for the whole uh, the whole Godfather thing. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fine. As long as you're still legally Catholic on paper, I guess that's what that's what matters. <laughs> right. Do, do I believe at this point? Eh, that's up to, to you. It's hard to that's, say. Mike. It's hard to say. As Meatwad would say, that's between me and God. <laughs> that's right. It's all about your personal journey. I think I think people I feel, you know, people should believe what they want to believe and it's no problem. But, you know, and also, people are allowed to be wrong. So, yeah, you know, exactly. They 100% are. There's a whole group of people who believe the Earth is flat. You know, yeah. So. <laughs> Evan, I what? saw a uh, Aqua Teen thing the other day on Instagram, and it was uh, it was a meatwad in a in the form of a swoosh. Okay. And it yeah. said, "Just do what now?" <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, anything else going on, Michael? How was your? Did we talk about your week? Or besides uh, being a bad Catholic, did you get anything else? Get anything else this week? Mm, no. You've, been, I, you've I, been off, suffering from the shutdown madness. 
Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean it's fine. I went to. Oh, you guys are gonna like this. I went to. Uh, I went to the giant on Rockville Pike. You know, it used to be called the Gourmet Giant, and now it's just Where the a fuck is that? just just a giant. It's by the former Levitt's Furniture Warehouse. Where's that? Give me, give me several more landmarks. Sticks and stuff. Uh, Old okay. Navy. Sports Authority. It's the place where the uh, car, oh, the car yeah. used to be. Is around the side there. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. I like that giant. Yeah, I actually have it's not one been of the nicer in, ones. into it in a very long time, but yeah. And uh, so it was one of five locations in the general area on Saturday that was giving away, giving out food to federal employees and or contractors. That's nice. Who presented a valid federal government ID, uh, you know, for those who are affected by the shutdown. How about that? I knew I liked that giant for a reason. Well, it's it was done by the Capital Area Food Bank. Okay. That was the, was running it. And so it, these five different giants in the area, and that was the closest one to to us. Um, Yeah, so they were doing produce and then... As they call it, shelf stable items, aka canned goods. Uh huh. Mm. So by the Process, time I got there, they uh, they were out of produce. So I got two boxes of, and it's a pretty small box. Two boxes of, of cream corn. No, good. two boxes. Yeah, it's leaking out the sides. No, uh, <laughs> two boxes of uh, canned goods. And looking at it, it's like it's like a Thanksgiving thing. Oh, okay. Because it has like. Oh, here's a packet to make turkey gravy, and here's a box to make stuffing, you know. Mm-hmm. I saw that. So uh, our, our our mutual friend Jamie, he sent, I guess Michael sent that image and put it on where Jamie could see it. I don't know if he sent it to Jamie or what. Jamie then sent me the image, or he gave he gave me his phone. He said, look at this. He said, Michael's bringing this over here for the per- for the birthday party. And I was like, "What? Why is Michael bringing that here?" I was like, "Who wants who wants old turkey stuffing from last year?" I was like, "Is there a turkey in this box? How old's that turkey?" You know. Then I was like, "This is ridiculous, Michael. You're ridiculous." You know. <laughs> who wants more gravy on their cake? Yeah, I was like, "And who needs all this canned gravy?" <laughs> right. So I've been I've been watching uh, the video from the guy from uh, the the guy from last week, uh, John Oliver. Or, no, not John Oliver. I think mean, I see last week or two weeks ago. Not last week tonight, but it's a video, a fat video that you gave us, you put me on to. I think it's Gravity Transformation. Is the me? YouTube page. Yeah. Oh. It, it was the testosterone video you sent out. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I've been watching his, so he's, I'll be honest with you, that's some of the best, like, weight loss advice you could possibly get, because it's all science-based. Yeah. You know? It's a really good series. Um, He's, like, it's very on the nose. So uh, he talks about, I watched his video on like uh, processed sugar mm-hmm. and he was like, just stay around the outside of the grocery store. Don't go in the center. There's yeah. nothing for you in the center of the grocery store. <laughs> you know, I was like, I oh, so right. I mean, yeah, I do I've heard stuff. that before. Yeah. Yeah. I'd heard it before too, but I, not recently. And he said something about oatmeal and I was like, oh my God, I love oatmeal and I eat oatmeal all the time. It's my poor people food, but it's, <laughs> it's. Clearly, like I'm eating the wrong oatmeal. Like right. I'm eating the You're one not in the bag. Authentic Irish steel cut oats. Yeah, I'm eating the one in the packet, and the one in the packet is the worst one for you because it's full of sugar. 
and devoid you know? of like all nutrients. Yeah. Like they squeezed it right out of the factory. Yeah. So it doesn't have any, it's like nothing good for you in it. It's, it's cardboard, yeah. flavored cardboard. So it's delicious. And then he's yes. like, don't use craisins. It's full of sugar. And yeah. I put craisins in my fucking sugar oatmeal, you know? <laughs> and I'm thinking, I didn't add sugar to this oatmeal and I got fruit in it. I'm good. Right. You know? So anyway, that's uh, that's the gravity transformation. And I saw this box and I was like, Michael, the guy in gravity transformation is very angry at you. That's what I was thinking. Because it's all this, you know, sugars and salts. And I was like, ah, you know, yeah, no turkey. Where's the turkey? My roommate right. usually has a, a jar of con like pure Concord grape juice. Yeah. He'll use that as like a chaser for apple cider vinegar or whatever. And I'm like, you Jesus. know, it's a lot of sugar. So uh, you can try some of my lemon juice. Was like only ingredient is organic lemons. You know, the yeah. nutrition label is all zeros. And I look at his grape juice. I'm like, this fucking thing has more sugar than a Coke per serving. He's like, oh, man, it's, like, it's pure grapes, though. That can't be bad for you. I'm like, okay. Yeah, that the Concord, <laughs> that Concord grape juice is pure, uh, it's pure, like, grape sugar. Yeah. It's like, it's like for kids, you know, it's delicious. It's, uh, it's, it's unfortunately delicious. Yeah, it's fucking great. I, now that you said it, I want to go get some. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know? I just want to tip it to my head and, and just crush it. Anyway. Don't do it. Yeah, Grape grape Aficionado magazine. <laughs> As Michael always reminds yeah. me. Orange soda today. Yeah. Grape soda quarterly. Grape yeah. soda quarterly, that's it. Yeah. Um, These are well-designed yeah. boxes and everything. So, Mike, on your quest for... Uh, uh, eternal Masonic life. You should consider doing some volunteer work for the for the food bank. It's a good cause. Hmm. Not the worst thing you've ever told me to do or suggested I do. Right. Just planting the seed because you know it has to be your idea to dedicate your life to to the Lord above mm -hmm. and the Masonic Temple. I am Leonardo DiCaprio. We all know this. Is that a thing? We're twins. All hail Payman! No, I don't know. All right. <laughs> Incept. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Let's, let's, uh, any, anything else before we jump in? I don't think so. All right. I probably bought something, but, uh, who knows? I buy so much garbage. Yeah. I should right. probably make a New Year's resolution to buy less garbage. To buy less garbage. Buy more quality if I need it, and to not browse Amazon at night. Mm, yeah, it's not good. You're lucky you don't drink. Apparently, drunk Amazoning is a thing. A I believe it. A, a friend of ours would order, uh, or either she would or her friend would order things, and just have like, and for not oh, it's it's uh, Aaron lives in Vegas. She orders things and sends things to Claudia and Nancy. And they'll like she'll just randomly something will some random package will come and it'll be something it'll be like seven hundred Hello Kitty stickers. <laughs> and they'll be like, what is this? And they'll be like, oh, Aaron was drunk drunk ordering again. And she'll spend <laughs> like ten dollars on some random crap. And she has a bunch of stuff like that. She just buys stuff and she's drunk like on like been drinking wine all night and she'll just Order a bunch of Amazon crap. It's totally that's a thing. That's a totally a thing. <sighs> All right, uh, let's jump in here. So this first article 
is uh so I, I I didn't I'm not very aware of like political p- political situation especially for candidates outside of like Maryland and presidential candidates. So uh, there's AOC Alexandra Casucorte. I'm gonna say Ocasio. Sure. Uh, that's not what it is, <laughs> but it looks like Ocasio. Her name is Alexandria. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Ocasio Cortez. So I've seen a big video of her dancing. She's hot as shit. Like she's fucking apparently super smart and fine as hell. And I saw her as she's definitely fine. I'm sure she ran for office and won, I believe. So she's, yeah, she's congressman. She must be smart or at least a good lawyer and a good liar. She's a politician. So I guess she's got that going for her. Like all the other ones. She's not a lawyer. Yeah. Which is actually pretty odd. She, She was working at a bar. But she, does, she, she to, did graduate from somewhere. I don't know what she studied. She did though. go to college. She did graduate. But it's, actually, be, it's pretty be. strange to not be a lawyer in Congress. No, but that's good. It is good. We need less lawyers and more other yeah. things. You right. know? <laughs> more lawlessness. More, well, more people you can trust. Yeah. I mean, so, I get that, you know, it's a lawmaking body and blah, 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 but. You need other points of view too. So yeah, yeah, because we all know the American legal system and lawyers. It's all about who can present the best argument, not by you know, not by doing what's correct or good. Yeah, it's about convincing someone else of some some belief. It's not. It, it obviously there's law backing everything up, but it's not really about the law. It's like who's the most convincing yeah. and the most on their game. So, at any rate. She's a congresswoman from some state. She's very attractive and apparently very intelligent. She's and, from New York. Uh, okay. Um, Brooklyn and, and something. Okay. And a video came out or a picture came out from her Instagram that was apparently deleted. Uh, that the that 4chan was like, it's a nude. Basically, the picture is of her in a bathtub with her toes out of sticking out of the water. And she's holding a vape pen. And in the reflection on the bottle, you can see titties. Very Not bottle, but on the uh, reflection of the faucet, you can see boobs. It's so small, you can't barely see anything. 4chan's like, this is a nude. We got her. We got her. (laughs) Case closed. Send her home. Send her home. She's done. You know, I mean, that's what they're saying, right? So then, of course, you know, it goes up on Reddit. People are like, we got her. Uh, mission accomplished. So then, but leave it to one one redditor. He comes on. I love the internet. Let me say, I'll just say this right now. I love the internet. <laughs> this is what a guy says. I'm a contributor to Wikifeet, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, what's Wikifeet? <laughs> okay, that's all so he had to say. Yeah, he's like, I'm a contributor to Wikifeet, and I've ne-, he said, and I've even, and even I have never seen a second toe like that. Uh, the Reddit user jokes on us uh, comments on the post. Uh, then they linked a known photo of her feet from WikiFeet, <laughs> and he basically so he's like he's like I've sucked toes. He's like I've sucked enough toes in my life to recognize when something doesn't look right. They told me in a Reddit. Uh, okay, this is the person saying. He says then it guesses because and I don't know what this guy obviously is like a foot doctor. He's like <laughs> because we can't Dorsey. I guess it's a foot thing. Or plan tar flex. Yep. 
uh, our second and fifth toes independently, I knew it wasn't a matter of the toe being bent. I thought maybe she had some form of, I had to look this up, brachydactyly, brachydactyly, but her wiki feet page has clear evidence of the contrary, so it's clear it wasn't her feet. So leave it to the internet perverts, the (laughs) fetishists, to save uh, AOC from this controversy, this bullshit controversy. Um, and I have her wiki feet page. It's in the next link. By the way, <laughs> do yourself a paid favor. Oh, I will. Go to wiki feet. Okay. <clears throat> Wikifeet.com is a great time. <laughs> it's like, hell yeah, I suck toes. Like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All I could think about was that fucking That's Chappelle Show episode, man. <laughs> yeah, but it, I'll be honest with you. You look at the pictures of her feet from wiki feet, it's not her feet. It's definitely not her. It's obviously not her feet. Mm, we just um, have to use our imagination. Yeah, apparently. But yeah, it's a whole website focusing on uh, feet. It's all about yeah, it's all about feet. Feet of the year. Let's see, Ivanka Trump. She's got the feet of the year. Hmm. Laura Morano, Sophia Richie. Wow, she's got great feet. <laughs> Sophia <laughs> Richie, man, the bottom of her feet look amazing. Kelsey Ballerini. I don't know about that. Kim Rav, I don't know who that is. Catherine Winrick. Caitlin Olson. Um, they're nice. Yeah. Angel Feet. Claire Holt, Demi Rose, Caroline. Okay. Bobby Brown. That's a woman I don't know. Mia Goth, Tiffany, Leah Birch, Judy Greer, Skylar Samuels. Yeah, I don't know most of these people. Category best category best souls of 2018. Sophia Richie. <laughs> this is like it's so crazy, dude. So fucking crazy. Sophia Richie though. Best souls for sure. Could her feet get it? Those are oh yeah. I would put her whole foot in my mouth. <laughs> See, I dislocate my feet, jaw like an anaconda just to get it down yeah. there. <laughs> these feet make you want to suck toes. They're nice. These are nice toes, man. These are nice toes. Evan? I I am going to look at it later <laughs> in private. You could develop a foot fetish for real on this site. I can tell you that right now. Anyway, uh, let me get out the site before I get one. Right, before I catch it like a disease. Um, yeah, so anyway, that's that, a bit of AOC drama. And speaking of AOC, Michael's got some new, some other goodness for us. So what do we got, Mike? Right, so she's been talking... Um, about how so they did a 60 minutes uh episode with her and they uh basically you know about how she's you know the new the new person in in the office and blah 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 and one of her things is she wants to uh introduce a new they call it a uh well it's a new tax rate for the for the rich basically It'd be, they say here, a 70% top marginal rate. So whatever that means. So basically, for the top earners, and let's be clear, this is no one we know. Yeah, I don't imagine we know anybody like this. Um, they They could pay up to 70% on their income. 
on their known income. Dun, right. Dun, dun. I mean, they just like put it away in tax shelters and other tax exempt investments. I mean, and... this would never go through anyway. So here's the thing. Um, couple couple things about this. So it's the media is making it sound so crazy. As are all the Republicans. But also I read something that brought up a good point. A lot of people in the media, like Fox News hosts or even CBS News hosts or whoever, have money. Right. They're not poor. So this could potentially affect them. Same thing for the Republicans and probably a lot of Democrats, too. A lot of them, especially if they're older, have money. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing to think about. Um, after World War II, the tax rate was up to this high for the top earners. Yes. In the 50s and 60s. Yes. Up However. Into the 70s. The overall industry in the United States was... Uh, booming, relatively speaking. So there was, you know, a lot more money going around. And I'll also say that I, I am familiar with uh, with this proposition and read some some comments on the internet as I do. And one comment was basically saying, "Just because I have all this money." doesn't mean you're entitled to any of it yet should like should you pay tax to have a like safe and secure defendable country yes safe secure defend dependable state whatever yes should you be forced to pay money for the well-being of others no not necessarily so, like, the 70% tax will, will never fly. Um, maybe something lower. I mean, we're already being taxed, at uh, federally taxed, not counting state or anything, at a little below 30%. So maybe a jump up from there. But, you know, there would have to be some, excuse me, some confidence in wh- how the funds are going to be used to benefit the country and not just, you know, lost in never-ending contracts that have uh, they have no result, you know? Never-ending contracts that have no result. I'm not sure yeah. what you mean by that. Like uh, like the wall, for instance, which, by the way, will that'll be gone soon enough. You think? Oh, yeah. That will never happen. Hmm. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I hope you're right, but we'll see. I mean, the, the true, actual, like... We'll say we'll say lifetime cost assembly uh legal fees to exercise eminent domain and you know battle anyone along the proposed build path what, 20 uh, billion contract oh no 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 like at least 5 times that <laughs> like way way higher than anyone was like what do you mean it's going to cost close to a trillion dollars for the first 15 years Mm-hmm. And as soon as it's finished, then you basically rebuild it because the materials, you know, are in need of so much maintenance. It, you know, it's silly. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works. 
there's the thing, Evan, going back to the, the tax thing. Okay. Some now this is remember this this we want you know this taxing the rich thing. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's no one we know, right? And it's no one we would ever know, probably. True. It's but, people who are let's say making more than ten million dollars a year, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, who may and, have worked fifty years of their life to get to that point, and are now being forced to to give it up and sure uh, do you think that it would have a an overall positive or negative effect on the country well how did it have an effect in the 50s and 60s um well the attitude was a little bit different you know world war champions of course everyone was feeling pretty good um everyone could get jobs pretty much um, you know, things are a bit different now. The population, we have a, a much larger population now, uh, worldwide. And thank you, James. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just saying, do you think that if something like this, if something to this extreme, a, a 70%, you know, upper class tax were enacted, how many people do you think would leave and maybe you know if they have a large profitable company maybe take that with them uh to somewhere else costing I, american jobs i don't i don't think that would happen i think the same thing that happened in 56 would happen the law doesn't exist anymore does it so that that's what would happen you know right. and and here's here, here in my opinion you number one this would never happen because those people are rich and powerful for a reason and they're going to use that rich they the reason they have that money is to throw around the weight that the money gives them so this is never going to happen uh you have a new congresswoman talking about this right now who basically has no power in congress and yeah the little guy is supporting her but the little guy is worthless and meaningless no one cares what we think and no one cares what they think you know um so i, I it's not going to happen but even if it did happen it wouldn't last you know um, and even if let's say it did hypothetically happen within a year, something that a new law would be passed that would marginalize that law out of existence or make it so it was barely worthwhile, you know, or they'd slap so much fat onto it that the little man was affected and crushed under it. So people would then stop supporting it. I mean, it just, it's never going to happen. I wish, I, I, and I agree with you, Evan, like, I feel like. I'm a believer that if you work hard and you make the money in a capitalist system, you should be able to keep your money. Like you should, you should have to pay taxes to support the government at the same percentage rate as everybody else. Right. Which is not the case right now. Yeah. Which is not the The, case. The richer people have a lower tax rate. Yeah. No. Yeah. I get it. Not a higher or the same as us. Well, so I think it should be the same. I think like if everybody's paying 15% or 5% or whatever, everyone should have to pay 5%. Reasonable. Done. Everybody. Across the board. Doesn't matter who you are and what you have. That's fair. Um, it's not fair in the extent of like, you make $10 million a year and I make $70,000 a year. It's not fair because, but it's fair in the sense of like, in a capitalist society where your skill gets you through the what gets you where you're rewarded by your skill level 
And you, if you're skillful and if you learn how to know how to do things, you'll be rewarded monetarily. In that society, you shouldn't be punished for being skillful. So it, it will de-incentivize skilled, skilled people and CEOs and... Oh, he cut out, James. So, well, he, oh, there you go. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, yeah, this this thing is, like, too short or something. So, the the cord here. So, yeah, they'll be de-incentivized. And I don't care if they're de-incentivized, but at the same time, I feel like, you know, it's just not capitalist. It's not, if we've, look, we've we've bought into this system. We got it. We We ordered it from the factory. We've implemented it, and now we're fucking stuck with it. Let's follow all the way through. Let's not be half socialist and half capitalist or whatever. Let's just fucking go well, be capitalist. Well, when did it change? In the 80s? I mean, as... Isn't it Reaganomics? Uh, well, the whole, like, isn't that where they deregulated a bunch of stuff, lowered the tax rate, all that stuff. Before that, guess what? We're a capitalist society, yeah. but, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, it's not it's not good for sure. So this is all relatively new. So I have a couple things. Mike, do you happen to know what I the... thought you were gonna ask me if I have a degree in economics and I no. was gonna respond in the affirmative, but go ahead. No. no. <laughs> do you happen to know roughly what the uh tax rate is on the super rich? I don't. Is it do they pay lower taxes relative to their income because they have more write-offs and investments and ways to, you know, lower that number on paper? Well, I don't know if they would lower it to, you know, 40 grand, so they'd pay, you know, not much tax. But, so there's that. I'm just curious. I don't, you know, I don't know. I haven't looked it up. And also, I'm tasking you with investigating the tax history of the United States of America, and we'll come back to this in a month, and explaining to us trickle-down economics and universal basic income. Yo. Okay. You have universal one month. basic income. And what was the other one? Trickle-down economics. Trickle-down economics. How do you spell that? No I'm kidding. And <laughs> yep, that's uh, that's uh, I believe that's also called Reaganomics, or yes. it's closely related. Anyway, that's kind of where everything started to go to shit. Um. Yeah. Okay. Very bold that's claim there. That's fine. We can uh, we can talk about those things. I like it. Okay. I like it. I like you, and I want you. No. Um. <laughs> okay. And also explain micro versus macroeconomics. Oh, he's just, he's just tacking shit on, but okay. Yeah, he just... <laughs> micro versus macro. He's, he's just giving you a job. And the plight of the American like factory worker. <laughs> I'm not writing that down. <laughs> the plight of the American factory. What factory? <laughs> Amazon warehouses, duh. Actually, there are some factories, which I'm always like surprised yeah. by. I'm like, they make things here? I'm There's like, a ton huh. of small factories, just not like Ford. You know, they're not, like, super not dominant Ford, or, but or there GM are, or whatever. There's I mean, Volkswagen factories in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Yeah, there's and there's Honda ones in Ohio, you know? I, I, isn't there a Toyota one in Kentucky or some shit? Like, Probably. Yeah, where's the Ford factory? All, these, all these foreigners. <laughs> Picking our gerbs. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, all these foreigners in Tennessee and Kentucky. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Yep. So that's your job for February 13th. Okay. Universal. I have universal basic income, trickle down uh-huh. economics, mm-hmm. micro versus macro. Yeah. And what was the other thing? Uh, tax rate of the super wealthy. Oh, like currently? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll put like, currently and like is it historic. a lower is it a lower percentage, or is right. it lower relative to the rest of us? Is it is it like the you know feminist it's argument? Bucks. Like each each wealthy 70... person five hundred they pay five hundred bucks and so we all pay thirty three percent. Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't know. Okay, yeah. Right, yeah. Well, it's uh, like the, the feminist argument. It's like women earn 70 cents on the dollar to men. Like, it's not actually true, but, you know, it plays well in the papers. Oh, oh, got some fighting words. Okay, all right. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll have to talk about that another time. Sure. Because I'd be interested to hear about that. But, all right. So, speaking of foreigners, oh, oh, that's that's someone's cue. (laughs) That's you, Mike. Oh, okay. Thank you. So, uh, so we were talking about this not that long ago, and actually in in relation to a television show, but which has roots in in reality, um, how China is. Uh, is uh, spreading their roots. <laughs> oh yeah, their I got I got more on that in uh, in Africa. Uh, <laughs> and so here's an article I just came across this past week: China gains farming rights over five African countries. Um, do you know there's a lot of African countries, by the way? Pretty impressive. It's about 50, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Including one that, like, I kind of realized existed, but I I guess it's very dangerous. And I'm sure Mike has said it in the past, like, Burkina Faso? Yeah, what about it? Like, oh, that's a country? Yeah. It's like, I thought it was in, you know, like, next to Turkey or something. (laughs) I don't know where it is. It's like a tiny-ass country. Like, where is that? No, like... It's like you next to American Samoa or some shit? Nope. Dude, fucking... So... They own far- all farming rights? All? Yeah, in uh, Kenya, Uganda, Somalia, Rwanda, and South Sudan. All? Yeah, it says, uh, it, says it now owns all farming rights. Oh, boy. Is that fucking crazy or what? It's... And look, it's only five hundred million dollars. Why aren't we buying farming rights in That's Africa? It. Yo, we James. need to get good. Yeah, I know, right? We're fucking up. You're the business manager here. You need to be on top of making these moves. We should at least own a farm or some property or something. Shit, dude. Like in here, they're saying uh, China, China's giving loan after loan to Africa and is already taking ports and airports from countries like Uganda and Mozambique. Yeah, don't yeah. Uh, we talked about this last week, maybe two weeks ago, that yeah, China like, basically owns like the coast ports. of Kenya or some yeah. shit. Yeah, look, and, here's and one. I have something to talk about that in a minute. 
A Chinese Exim Bank takes over Entebbe Airport in Uganda. Okay, so they just took over an airport. <laughs> okay. Then there's another one. Chinese bank loans $200 million and because of that, takes over full exclusive fishing rights over the coast of Somalia. Yeah, dude, that is nothing. That is n- <laughs> that's like two pennies. Yeah, yeah, zero dollars. That's free. And by the way, I believe of the largest portion of the Nile River runs through Sudan. So that's a good, uh, good uh, agricultural buy for them. Yeah, this so, is this is fucking nuts. So I wonder here. Okay, and no one knows about this at all. Yeah, like, no nobody one's cares. Like, no one's yeah. talking about this. Nothing. Yeah, it's crazy. But you know, China. I've been saying this for a long time. China has been fucking doing every. They've been taking over in Africa, man. James, didn't I say to you for like a, a month ago that we need that we need to go to Africa? I know you did. And make some money. You said Akon was there, and we need to get on that Akon level. I did. Yeah, you did. You did. There you go. You've been talking about it, Michael. Folks, Michael's been talking about going to Africa since Nas said it in Belly. Nas was like, we need to go back to Africa, B. And Michael was like, yo, I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with it. Michael is a huge Nas fan, so I totally see him. I actually do kind of like Nas, yes. You know, his new new album is pretty good. (laughs) I listen to one of his songs. Anyway, that's beside the point. But yeah, so this this could be a good thing, though. This could be good for Africa. It won't be good for the rest of the world, and it won't be good for the proliferation of Chinese interest. But it might be good for Africa because Africa is a very corrupt and fucked up country, you know. Oh, All these, it that's is true. It is. So it's a fucked up what? Fucked up country. Africa's not a continent. Country. Continent. Sorry. All right. All right. It's a bunch of fucked up little continent countries, and it's big fucked up continent, and it's hot as fuck. So the only bad thing <laughs> is Chinese people are probably trying to eat tiger penises and shit to get fucking longer dicks or whatever. And they'll probably fucking just, like, let's get that rhino horn. Like, they'll do all that dumb shit, be poaching and shit. But otherwise, besides that, which is very bad, I don't think it's okay. But besides that, I mean, they're going to police the Somali pirates. They're going to police the fuck out of them because they own all those rights. They're going to mm-hmm. fix they're a gonna lot kill of... they're going to kill them. Yeah, fine. Yeah. They're yeah, going yeah, to gonna have the Chinese military surfing all around there, and they're going to be fucking shit up. Here's another thing. Now, America, if played cards played right, could have another potential partner in the Middle East, somewhere where China traditionally hasn't been because they haven't had a reason to be there. But now being in Somalia, they're very close and they may that's another big player to mix it up in that area. If at the minimum, maybe the U.S. can slowly retract and let China start sticking their fucking dick in there because China, like like no big country besides Russia and the U.S. has mixed it up in the Middle East. Let these guys mix it up and get tied up in a detracted and impossible war over there. So we can pull the fuck out of it. So that's another po- good possibility. The other thing is, this might be good for the African people. You know, the Chinese bureaucracy might help them fucking live better lives. People in China, say what you want. They live okay lives. So you think you think Some. China's essentially takeover of of all these different African countries might to benefit the the these people in the long run. Well, so the Chin- Chinese is almost like a big Japan, a very inclusive or uh uh not inclusive, uh insular nation. So racism will probably run a run rampant. It'll probably be a bound there. 
So that's a bad thing. But if we could look past the potential for racism, once the Chinese fully come into power, this could be good because the Chinese will put into a place a bureaucracy that can help people. I mean, say what you want. Like I said, just said, say what you want. But relatively, Chinese citizens who live in the cities live okay, but very cramped lives. If you have more Chinese people come out of mainland China who have money and start investing into industry and business in Africa and start moving to Africa, you're going to have a situation like we have. We met that fucking guy, uh, uh, whatever, Wong, the fucking... (laughs) The fucking Trini Chinese guy that, uh, that, right. that was in, we went to high school with, you know? Right. So I think we're going to have more situations like that. And I don't think that's a bad thing, you know? I mean, China's, China's aggressively trying to fix a lot of their problems. I'm not mad at them, you know? They, they have these issues, and they're trying to fix them. I mean, I don't like China because they're fucking engaging total war on us. But if you look at Japan, right, Japan's declining birth rates. Japan won't exist in like 60 years. You know, there just won't be any Japanese people left, um, which is sad, you know, but it won't be. It's going to be like the coast of it's going to be like the Outer Banks. It's just going to be nothing there, you know, except for a bunch of empty houses and old mm. people. I just got to wait for Japan to lower their uh, entry requirements and then I can yeah lower the bar. Yep, because right now it's like, oh, you need to have a four year degree or you need to have this or you need to have that in order to like move there, you know, yeah. just go teach English. So, yeah, well, I could do that, I guess. But, you know, that would. So that would suck. And then claim squatters' rights. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, well, I could get one of the free houses, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but China sees those problems, and they try to fix them. They're like, yeah, we have, we don't have, we don't have enough men in our society. We have too many, we have too many women. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Or we have too many, we we don't have enough women. We have too many men. They're like, okay, now you can have two kids. You know? They're like, they're like, we need to spread our population. We have too many people. We need to, let's colonize. Let's start colonizing hardcore. Let's get into Africa. And they said, they, you know what? I think they sat down in the 80s. They looked around and said, where can we go and fuck up? Like, where can we go? Like, the, 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 the Europeans and the Westerners have had their colonial times. Where can we colonize? And it says, nothing left but Africa. It's a hot and stinky place, but let's go. Let's go and see what we can get into over there. And they're doing it. I'm well, not. I, well, I the, think Euro- it's the European colonizers already had their their turn in Africa. Yeah, yeah. Africa never learned its lesson, though. <laughs> they never wised up. They said, "Let's stay third world, boys. Let's go to the club." <laughs> you know, they just decided they're gonna fucking squeeze their money, people for money, and not fucking fix everything and fuck everything up. And so here's the yeah. You problem. know, I don't know. I don't know. I'd be interested to know the actual reasons. I'm sure there's many of uh, why Africa in general is in the state it's corrupt it's, in. it's a corrupt place it's a corrupt tribal place most of it is british britain's fault England's oh. fault oh here we go it is is it they cut yeah when they colonized africa they cut africa up by tribal um against tribal lines so you had this tribe and this tribe all together in this new country and they did that all around africa so then you have all these wars and wars sets people back and so then you so so then you'd have like oh we except get in our team. case right where it sets us forward. Well, we don't have any tribal wars, and we haven't had like a race war or something. Imagine what up? Imagine Africa is like a series of race wars all between the people of the same color, but the race is like this tribe or that tribe, mm-hmm. and it's been going on for hundreds of years. Hmm. So you know? imagine like Israel versus Palestine, but 
you know, 20 times over on its own continent. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. It'd be one thing, like, it, to me, I'd be like, they need, like, to make an African Union, you know? Which does exist. No, but I mean, like, uh, <laughs> uh, like I mean, like, a country, one big-ass country, and every every existing country is just a state, you know, like the United States, the United States of Africa or something like that, that kind of thing, where they have one president and all these other sub-countries that take care of themselves, and they can have a, a unified a unified strategy to do better. But instead, they there's all this backbiting. It's very... And you have a lot of people who are just climbing. They're trying to climb up to the top on the backs of their fellow countrymen. You know, um, you know, I dated a girl from Nigeria before who told me all kinds of stories about Nigeria and how bad the power grid was and how bad everything was, even though Nigeria is one of the richest African countries there is. There's no excuse. They are like Dubai. They have so much oil, it's stupid. But where's all the money going? Nobody knows. It's 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 solidified into a small group of people who aren't doing anything for the country. They could have sheiks and shit. I mean, you say what you want about the Saudi Saudis, but at least they're like we're trying to make our country a little bit better here, you know. But they're not trying. They're not doing that in Nigeria or many African countries, even though they have oil or resources or diamonds or whatever, you know. Sounds like something that's playing out here. Uh, yeah, but here, unlike there you have the basic things that can help you step up. So even if you grew up here with no money and nothing, but you live in a house on welfare and your parents aren't total pieces of shit and they instill in you a few values where you say, go get a job, go to school, go get a job and work hard. There's a good chance you could come out on the other end making a hundred thousand dollars a year and then run for office and be a congressman. You can't do that in Africa. You know, if you come from nothing there, coming from nothing means you have no running water, you have no electricity, you live in the fucking sticks, the likelihood of you getting out of the sticks to become like a president is slim to none. Here, at least you have some of the basics that can help you, you know, every time you add some basics to a person's life, you know, then you add another ability to step up. But those, if you, they, they, there's a, someone did a, a talk about this and they talked about like, um, oh, it's on the Founder Podcast I was talking about before. The guy on the Founder Podcast, they had a guy on from a company called Thank You. Uh, it's called Thank You Water, but they changed the name to Thank You. So the whole idea of this company is they help African countries get uh, healthy, clean water in Africa, okay, in places. By selling, by selling, every time you buy a product there, some money goes to this Thank You Water whatever. So anyway, the guy said that he found out when he was a kid that if you are a kid in a certain this certain part of Africa that he was focusing on at the time, you would spend 50 to 60 percent of your day walking to get water. So, you know, there's a lot of layers to that conversation beyond my point. But for my point right now, just think about that. If you're in a kid in America, the same age, you're 13 years old. And you have to spend, you don't spend any time walking to get water. Water is not even your concern, no matter how poor you are, you know, unless you're totally homeless. But if you have the very basic minimums of life in America, you don't have to worry about getting water. In Africa, you have to go walk to get water. It may or may not be clean. Your brothers and sisters might die from the water you got them, or your parents might die because the water has God knows what in it. You know, there's no electricity. You don't have a fucking computer, you know. 
So there's so many opportunities we have here that they just don't have there, you know. So they have they have to do to double triple the work to step up that we don't have to do here. Sorry, I went on a long rant. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm looking at wikifeet.com. So no, okay. Jesus Christ, <laughs> hey, it's all right, man. This that you're doing God's work. <laughs> you're observing God's work. Mm-hmm. Ah, there we go. What a craftsman. <sighs> um. Yeah, so what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, China. So Yeah, so by the way, China is not crowded. Like over, They have a ton of people in a few big cities, just like the yeah. U.S., but so much like rural area. But Yeah, but their rural areas are trash. Yeah, because they have trashed them. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's like there's so much trash, you're just like, oh, leave it, we're moving. Apparently, Chinese people are not good stewards of the land. I'm sure they're not. Yeah, I, I, I saw the video from you guys, Sapienza, Sapienza, oh, yeah. and he talks about that on their ADV Films channel mm-hmm. where they're driving around uh, China, and they're like, "Yeah, look, nobody cleans up anything here. No paint. They just let stuff fall apart." You know, and yeah, not to mention some of the really sort of shadier, shitty areas will, or at least used to use, uh, like. I'll say sewer sludge as cooking oil for street food. Uh, like, you know, when, when, when people are, they have a huge walk full of oil, say they're cooking, deep frying something, and when they're done with it, they'll just like dump it down the drain. And, you know, the next day or sometime, someone else will go collect a bucket of that, run it through a coffee filter, and then, hey, that's my cooking oil. Come eat this. Jesus. I can't wait to go to go to Beijing and try some uh, try some street food like we did in New York, right, right, James? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do that. I definitely wouldn't do that. I might go. I do want to go to China at some point just to get some uh, to have some really good Hunan food, you know, uh, and see China. But I don't have you any should. interest in eating street food or going to the rural areas. Um, Sapienza has instilled that into me. There's a distinct fear of foreigners there, like in a level in in the extreme. So yeah, I have no interest in that. I forget who I was talking to recently, but uh, they went to China and then they went to Japan. Mm-hmm. They were in China for like two weeks, and then they were in J- Japan for a week. And <clears throat> they said by their second or third day in China, they were sick. Yeah, and horrible health conditions. By by their second or third day in Japan, they were fine. It was yep. just like, I mean, depending on the city, of course, we've also. I, I want to say it's Beijing, like the the smog and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, industrial waste air is so bad that just walking around is like smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. And I remember uh, I knew someone else that went to China a long time ago, and I remember they them telling me that they were like sick almost the whole time. Yeah. So now this is all just anecdotal, you know. Whatever. I'm sure. But food safety laws are not, you know, the same as the powerful United States Food and Drug Administration and whatnot. <laughs> well, there's a lot of corruption in China too. True. The Politburo, the whole whole. I mean, the nature of. Communism is did you know they very uh, corruptible they uh they removed term limits for their president yes, yes. recently 
Yeah, yeah he's like pretty a king wild. or whatever. <laughs> basically. <laughs> I mean, he basically is. It's like, a, like for life or whatever. <laughs> um. Yeah. So China continues its march towards taking over global Africa. Global domination. They're playing risk. They're playing long risk game. Dude, are we doing anything in China? Or are we? I mean, yes. in, in Africa? Or are so we, we just no. like... So not... not not, not like you big and I, like they are, but, but <laughs> the U.S. military has an Africom presence. Oh, yes, in Northern Africa, there's like thirty dudes over there. Like, yeah, probably no. in a tent somewhere, just like know, just but, like North um, North Northcom or SOCOM. So there's what Patcom, SOCOM, and and Africom, and then there's a European one. I forgot yeah. what the European one's called. So it's just Eurocom. No, I don't know, but it's just. European command, Africa command, whatever, you know, troops mm-hmm. go to Africa. The U- Africom is in charge. So it's not, I, I wonder if they'll step their game up or do any expansion. I don't think we really care about, you know, a position in Africa to, to be part of Africa. We just want like a quick flight to Turkey or, you know, quick flight to Iran or something like that. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I would say in ten years this might become a problem. Right now, I mean, it became a problem. a problem like ten years ago. Yeah, but, but I be mean, a it huge might problem a, in ten years. Yeah, it'll be a problem that that delib- that directly impacts us, our ability to deploy troops and do many other things in ten years. Like it'll be a physical problem that will be unavoidable, and now it's totally out of control because Trump and other previous presidents just don't give a shit about Africa. They just don't care. It's just a fucking shithole place with shithole people. It's a fucking quagmire you don't want to deal with, you know, full of, you know, tin pod dictators and, you know, terrorists and whatever. It's just a shitty place all all around that they don't want to deal with. Who gives a shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Hey, we just got to live our lives, James. Ignore the world. I mean, we got to go somewhere else. I'm not worried about it until I reach that $10 million a year Mars, mark. Bro. Then Michael's <laughs> fucking socialist fucking rules are going to come into effect. I don't know if it was real, but um, someone had a picture of, like, maybe it was a tweet or, or, or an article or something related to Elon Musk, and he was like, yeah, the first people on Mars are very likely going to die. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, well, yeah. Like, I mean... Yeah. Just sounds like, you know, to the point, everyone's like, oh. Are they coming, they're not coming back? Come on. No. That'd be Who a hell of a trip. Back? There's no infrastructure. They're fucked. Well, they got to go over there. They got to make the infrastructure, man. Yeah, well, let's hope that they can uh, deploy some things there. They put deploy some stuff. That's a whole nother talk for another time. Yeah. What's what's next, Michael? What, what do we got here next? <laughs> or this is Evan. No, it's not no, me. That's fine. So I actually just saw this this morning because um, it was 37 years ago today that I don't know if you guys ever heard about this Air Florida Flight 90 crashed uh, into the Potomac River. So nope. it took off from uh, Reagan National Airport and it crashed into the 14th Street Bridge and plunged right into the Potomac. Death toll was 78 people, 74 from the plane, and four were on the bridge. Um, 
five people, four passengers and one crew member that were on the plane survived after some daring rescues of people swimming out and getting them out of the Potomac, which was, you know, icy and it had snowed and, you know, the plane crashed because uh, they said it was pilot error. He fucked up. He didn't activate the plane's de-iced equipment. And it caused like a like too much ice to build up on the wings. And that was that. Hmm. Um, I remember my mom shut. I remember my mom telling me about this and she was like, "Oh yeah, it was so crazy." They um So get this. I'll I'll read this little uh, excerpt from Wikipedia. While the weather had, so it would start snowing and everything that day and kind of bad. While weather had caused an early start to Washington's rush hour traffic, frustrating the response time of emergency crews, the early rush hour also meant that trains on the metro were full. When just 30 minutes after the plane crashed, the metro suffered its first fatal crash at Federal Triangle Station. So, the, you know, the Metro's only been operating for, like, three or four years or something. And so this is its first accident where there was a crash and someone died on the Metro system hmm. the same day. So this meant that Washington's nearest airport, one of its main bridges in or out of the city, the 14th Street Bridge, and one of its busiest subway lines were all closed simultaneously. So you're saying it was an inside job? Illuminati? No. Um, kind of coordination that takes. By the way, you know who wouldn't have let that plane crashed and who would have saved all those lives? Sully Sullenberg Jones or whatever his Cap- name is. Captain no. Sully. Yep. <laughs> Chelsea Burnett Sully Sullenberger the third. Sullenberger. His That's his name. His name's Chelsea or Chesley. Oh God! <laughs> it's worse. His last name Sullenberger. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he's Sully. The third. Fucking Christ. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sully would have followed his instructions and fucking activated the the icer. They determined the probable cause of the crash was pilot errors, citing the flight crew's failure to use engine anti-ice during ground operation and takeoff. The decision to take off with snow ice on the airfoil surfaces of the aircraft the captain's failure to reject the takeoff during the early stage when his attention was called to anomalous engine instrument readings. So, yeah, this is just, he's like, nah, we're good. I can do it. Yeah. The airport had closed earlier that day and then reopened. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. What if this thing said it was the fault of the passenger in 7B? <laughs> it's like, like what? wow, that's that's pretty wild. Okay, that's highly specific. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is Air Florida Flight ninety. Of course, Air Florida doesn't exist anymore. Huh. Mike, I want you to do a deep dive into all the airlines okay, okay. that were once a <laughs> were once in operation in the U.S. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Yeah, TWA, Pan Am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Air America. No, that's something else. No, that's... Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the video on that page has Topper Shut on it, by the way. Topper Shut, wow. 
I yeah. that name and he came to time. Sligo Middle School and I got his autograph because he was on TV. Top or <laughs> shut. What a name, by the way. How come TV people always have names like that? Was that his legal name? I don't it's know. Not. It isn't? No. Asshole. <laughs> Did anyone call him and tell him he's just in the fucking local news? And he's not such a big deal that he needs to have a special name? He's in the nation's capital, baby. Come on. Get the fuck out of here. Top or fucking shut. Is he, is they he had a, They had a competition a couple years ago. Uh, they're saying, do you know what his real name is? If you do, you know, tweet it at us or email us or whatever it is. Jason Carlson. Apparently his first name is really Charles. Uh, I'm not sure how he got the name Topper. But. Well, may, as I was quietly saying, perhaps he's a homosexual. Uh, he's a Topper, yeah. He's a power power top. <laughs> the rare power top. <laughs> <laughs> right. I want to watch that episode. Him, he of shuts Sunny. it down. Topper shut. <laughs> You know he's actually originally from here. Of course he is. I don't know he's from. I know he's from here because he came when he came to school. He's talking about it, but I don't know. I didn't know that was in his name. No idea. Mm-hmm. He came to Sligo and talked to our class. Top or shut. It's like fucking liar. Huh? Yeah, piece of shit. <laughs> uh, James, you love top or shut. Don't you? Of course I lie. do. Up until <laughs> thirty-five seconds ago, I'm yeah, heartbroken bro. that that's not his fucking name. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, so that's all I had. All right, well, let's jump into this quickly. We're not going to spend too much time talking about this other stupidity here. So we have... Oh, here we go. The Pied Piper himself, Kelly Kells, R. Kelly. He's in the news (laughs) for uh, just being a hero to all mankind. Yeah. Uh, He came out with a new song called... uh... Uh, I I, I Wish I Could Fly or whatever. (laughs) I dream... I can fly 2.0 or whatever. And that's it. And let's move on to the next story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So R. Kelly, and a video came out, uh, a series came out on Lifetime. Sadly, it's on Lifetime. I've never seen it. I'm never going to see it. Uh, someone did give me their access to their Xfinity account, so I could try to watch it, but I haven't done it yet. Um, but it's called Surviving R. Kelly. And basically, it documents over a six-part miniseries. It documents all R. Kelly's shenanigans over the last, like, 25 or 30 years or something like that, since he was about 23. Um, so I've what I've linked here is a timeline, uh, but there's so many pieces of this t- R. Kelly thing. The timeline gives everyone a rough understanding of what's happening, but uh, essentially... He's he loves young girls, uh, and honestly, music industry's known this for a long time. It's like uh, Kevin Spacey, like Hollywood knew has known for years. Kevin Spacey loves loves men. He's gay, and he loves to fucking grab ass, and he's a fucking piece of shit. Like they've known it for years. They just never said anything, probably because they're like, oh, he's just gay, you know, and he's a flirt. It's cool, but yeah, they've known right and music industry has known for years that R. Kelly is a fucking piece of shit. You know, uh, we didn't know as basic society. So one thing, so I remember when I was a kid, there was a big to do about R. Kelly being married to Aaliyah. 
He married Aaliyah. He was 20, 28, and she was 15. They lied on the marriage marriage certificate and said she was 18. And that was like right when he wrote all her music at the time. She came out with a song called Age Ain't Nothing But a Number, and she's 15 years old. And it was about R. Kelly. He wrote it. Um, And then, uh, yeah, it, it was just... I don't know. I guess when I heard it, I was just like, oh, whatever. It's a cool song. And I didn't think anything of it. But now, you know, obviously at 40 years old and in this this era, it's kind of like, ugh, it's kind of skeevy, you know. Um, But yeah, so and then he's had tons of sex tapes come out of him with young girls or him with young girls at the time. But now they're all older. Um, Either the statute of limitations was up or they tried to sue basically it seems like in most cases with R Kelly except for the famous case where he peed on the girl the statute of limitations had run up or their family didn't pursue it because he paid them off you know like no one he never a court case except for the one with the girl getting peed on and when he got arrested for 21 counts of child pornography because of that video and the girl's parents and the girl never came up. So in that case, it turns out that the girl, we know who that girl is. She's a singer, not famous anymore, but she was slightly famous back then. Um, she was Sparkle's cousin, if that means anything to you. Another singer who is now nobody, but back then she was somebody. And Sparkle bought her cousin to R. Kelly. I guess she was like, you'll like her to sing <laughs> and he's like I like her to pee on her and so whatever and the funny thing is about this story people just turn their kids over to R. Kelly you know they're like here take my daughter take her under your wing you know and I don't understand that I don't get it I'm very confused by the whole thing make you her know? famous so I can be famous I mean I'm sure that's what it is like they all think they're James like, would your mom bring you over to this man's house and be, no. like, be like oh yeah this is a Hell no. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. It doesn't matter who it was. You know, I, I understand the logic, though. If you had no clue about any of the child pornography stuff or you just assumed like the like the peeing on like if the post pre the peeing on a girl case, you don't most most of this other stuff nobody heard about. So if you didn't know about it, it would be akin to and I was explaining this to uh, before Michael came to the party last night. I was explaining this to our other friend Inga. I was just saying, I was like, look, you know. This is akin to like oh, Barack Obama coming to your house, like coming, you see him at the, at, you know, a community center or something. And he's like, yeah, I will teach you how to be a politician. Let me get your kid. And most parents will be like, yeah, all right, you're fucking Barack Obama. Of course. Now, obviously R. Kelly doesn't compare to Barack Obama, but in the black community, he was huge at the time, you know, I mean, he was doing gospel music. He was doing this. And you're like, this guy's doing gospel music. It can't be that bad. So I, I get it, but at the same time, like, I feel like you do a modicum of research or you check in with your kids. You know, if your daughter says, if you get the hint your daughter's fucking R. Kelly, you know, or the first videotape comes out, you got to stop at some point. But but this is like after the videotapes come out and all the shit happens, parents kept doing it. So up until today... Okay, up until fucking today, he has like a harem of underage girls living in a house. Okay, and that is featured in this video. 
where the girls, a lot of the, the girls who were rescued out of the house, they were like brainwashed into being like living in this house, having sex with each other. And they would have to, they have to ask R. Kelly for permission. They have to like bang their foot on this, on the, on the, on the floor and to, and then R. Kelly would say, what do you want? And they say, I want to go to the bathroom. He like, okay, go ahead. You know, I have to poop. Okay, go ahead. You want to eat? Okay. Bang on the floor. And then somebody would come and say, okay, you're allowed to go eat. I mean, he had absolute control over them and it's just crazy, man. It's fucking nuts. It's absolutely fucking nuts. And I, I get it. The kids are stupid, but I don't know. I'm a little bit baffled by the whole thing, you know? And the worst part about it is R. Kelly, the musical aspect of him, he's a musical genius, you know? Like him doing this is like saying Stevie Wonder did this. It's fucking crazy, you know? Well, we know another, another, uh, I mean, just like you mentioned uh, Kevin Spacey, right? Yeah. We're, we're finding out all these, all these things about all these different people. Now that you're like, impossible. How? Fucking Bill Huxtable. Fucking. I mean, they're just people. Yeah, they're just people. But... Yeah, but like of all the people, right? Like Cosby, you're like, really? Like the most wholesome TV show, the most you know, whole, whole, whole jello, you know? That dude? So if that could happen, anything. So here's the <laughs> funny thing. I kind of give him a pass compared to R. Kelly. When I say give him a pass, I'm not saying that it's okay. I'm just saying that for R. Kelly, he's more exposed than Bill Huxable was than R. than Bill Cosby was, because Bill Cosby's kind of very removed. He's like super celebrity, you know. He's ex- removed from the populace in the extreme. R. Kelly, on the other hand, would go to his go to the McDonald's by his high school in his late twenties and pick up girls, you know. <laughs> uh, and he would go to school. He would go to the high school in his late twenties and be like, "Hey, what's up, shorty?" And the teachers would be like, "Oh, it's R. Kelly. He graduated here like fifteen years ago, but it's all right." <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, this guy would put himself out there like in the public eye and do this shit. Bill Cosby was probably like on the low, like at a bar in a hotel, you know, picking up roofing bitches taking him back to his hotel and doing whatever with them, you know? So our cat, I mean, Bill Cosby though, he's a comedian and comedians are inherently just the darkest, filthiest human beings there are. I mean, what's his name? Who's showing all everybody's dick. Louis CK. Yeah. Louis CK. Hilarious guy. He's like, look, my life is really sad and disgusting. Uh, do you mind if I share, share my cock? No, I don't <laughs> want to see your cock, Louie. Well, I'm sorry. Here it is. Blah, 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 blah. You know? I mean, it's just like these guys are just like, they're dark, man. Their existence is like comedy is pain. You know? So I kind of I kind of get fucking Bill Cosby. You know? I, I don't approve it. I don't think it's okay. But compared to R. Kelly, I get it. Like R. Kelly was like truly, he was he wasn't roofing these girls. He's promising them celebrity, and then he's telling them, if you want to be famous, you really got to suck me and my boy's dicks, and you got to fuck me with these other girls. And the girls are like, okay, you're R. Kelly. Cool. You know? Like, it's just abuse of power in the grossest, craziest way. Bill Cosby was roofing. He was getting chicks. He was talking to these chicks, getting them back to his place, and then he was roofing them. So he's, like, just raping them straight up. R. Kelly, he's not roofing them. He's like doing some diabolical manipulative shit. Grooming? 
uh, yeah. If you want to groom concubines or something, <laughs> or groom future hoas of America, where your hoas? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, that's our Kelly. Take a look at it if you want. Um, the whole series is up on Lifetime. If you want to see it, you can get through it. Get to it through Xfinity if you have an Xfinity account. I do not, but yeah. So very interesting stuff. Uh, it's quite a timeline that article. I'll have to definitely go through it. Yeah, it's very interesting. They don't the the timeline could be better, but honestly, if you Google this, there's so many people talking about it. There's so many different angles and shit and. Do they interview? There's one interview with R. Kelly, which is fucking hilarious. It has, I don't know the name of the guy who view, who interviews him. He's either with CNN or MTV or something. But he interviews, sitting with R. Kelly, this is like seven or eight years ago. And he says, he says, so, so, do you like teen girls? And R. Kelly's like, what do you consider a teen? <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you done fucked up, right? That's when you know you've gone too far. You know, you should be like, yeah, legal, 18, 19. Great. Yeah, exactly. You know, but yeah, 19 year olds are wonderful. They're very supple. <laughs> you could be a sick fuck as long as you're someone 19 or 18 year olds. It's cool. Or uh, as low as 16 with parents permission. Yeah. Perhaps oh. in some states. Oh, geez. What? Isn't that the. Uh, actually, you can even go lower with parents permission. They, oh, to get they, married? Age of consent and then uh, full marriage. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that, but I'm pretty sure marriage is as low as 15 in some in some states with uh, parental approval. So he should have answered. Depends on the state. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the state. All right. What do we got in Stranger Danger here? Circling back to what we were talking about. There's a program in place right now. It's, I believe it's in a, a pilot program um, that will be rolled out, hopefully, by 2020. They'll begin teaching Mandarin Chinese to Kenyan school students to further solidify their their presence. Now, the, the I'll say the ruling body over the school is uh, claiming that they're doing this to to boost the I'll say the marketability of their students in worldwide positions, you know, recognizing that China is a leader in uh, you know technological advancement, jobs, all that kind of stuff. But I can't help but be a little bit skeptical that this wasn't you know suggested aggressively by the Chinese government, saying you know we basically own you, so why don't you? Let's start teaching our, our language in your, in your schools. All right. Thanks. Can you come in on Saturday? Thanks. Yeah, I don't, I think, uh, I mean, it, I, you could be right or it could be them being proactive. I don't know. I mean, the fact that it's just Kenya doing it. It's not just Kenya. Oh, it isn't? Kenya follows in the, right here in the article, follows in the footsteps of South Africa, which began teaching the language in 2014, and Uganda, which is planning mandatory manner lessons for high school students. Okay, so there you go. Yeah, so. I mean, it, it, this is pretty common, though, right? Like, this is what happens when you have a leader comes into the, comes into town. I mean, think about it. What's the language of air? What's the, the language of pilots? English. True. If you want to fly in the air on the planet Earth, you must learn English. You know? 
Mm-hmm. What's the language of math? English. Right? Uh, yeah, I think to some extent it's English or physics. Mm, it's either physics or so. It's something like that. It's English. So, uh, and what's the leading traded? What's the what's the money that the world trades in? The dollar. You know, so it doesn't surprise me if we sit on our laurels, we'll be all be trading in the in the Juan or whatever the fuck it's called. We tend to spread our culture by military force, yeah. rather than just buying other countries. They're smart. China's should, smart. Uh, maybe we should or change our tune a little bit. That long game, though. <laughs> yes. Okay, That's so call that big dick energy. <laughs> Listen to this. Uh, right here at the end of this article, it says uh, China has lent billions of dollars to Kenya, built a railway between its two major cities, held major cultural festivals in Kenya, and uh, Chinese companies are involved in constructing everything from highways to apartments. Uh, it says even before, long before the prevalence across Africa, China set up Africa's first Confucius Institute at the University of Nairobi. That's what they do. What I tell you last week? What the fuck did I tell you last week about the Confucius Institute? <laughs> I that, mentioned them last that's, fucking that's week. The, that's the Shenyan. Uh, yeah, the fucking yeah. guys in the in the fight with the Fulong Falong Gong, Falong Gong. <laughs> right, You're right. right. That's You're right, pronunciation. Yeah, you weren't like holding your eyes closed or anything. It's fine. No. I'll, I'll... <laughs> yeah, what was I watching? It's Tom Segura. He's like doing like a Chinese accent. He's uh-huh. like, you know how hard it is to do that without squinting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn. <laughs> well, he's oh. Japanese, right? Segura. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you Japanese? No, I am not Japanese. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's fucking great. All right. So that's uh that's interesting that you put it under stranger danger. Yeah. Uh, Evan. Well, I like I like you know, your little Evan is a subtle nationalist. Nuts, subtle hints, yeah. He's a conservative nationalist. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. The truth That's right, is out, James. Yeah, you're gonna like. Uh, well, I'll save it for later. Anyways, moving on to entertainment. So CES was this past uh, extended weekend, uh, and something that uh, caught my eye just browsing on you know Reddit is actually a beauty app. Now that they have for uh, iPhone and Android, the company is called Perfect Corp, and they have a bunch of different apps, but. Uh, there was a demonstration of UCAM makeup, which was pretty interesting, showing uh, basically it's like a face cam. It's a mirror on your phone, essentially. But it looks like it sort of recognizes your hair color, or maybe you you know uh, calibrate it to your hair color on some palette they have in there. And then from there, via I'm sure they use AI somewhere, but some, some kind of software... Uh, algorithm you're able to change the color of your hair like in real time and see what it would look like before you make your decision there's just a a little gif in the hair demo link i have there quite impressive honestly it follows the you know the shaking and the flowing and everything and they have this for makeup and all kinds of and and uh outfit try-ons and everything oh wow that's pretty impressive it's 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 not like oh like move and it disappears no no it's there. Yeah. Wow. 
So that was a little, you know, it's for the ladies. Some guys would be interested too. Uh, I've thought about dyeing my hair in the past, so I'm like, I'll take a look at that. So the makeup thing is interesting, and the the, the other parts of it, the other stuff it does is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely yeah, yeah. It's it's cool, man. This is the next gen stuff here. Technology, yeah, knowledge. Yes. Get that knowledge. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, next link. <sighs> wow. There's just what's going on with this franchise. Fast and Furious presents, like they're Time Warner now, Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, God. Yeah, I heard about this. What's this, like Fast and the Furious 10? It's a spinoff of uh, of uh, yeah. with these two in it. It's about yeah. these two guys, yeah. What the fuck? So you, got, you might not have been aware of it because you don't pay attention to this stuff, but it's a huge beef between after uh, Brian whatever died... Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Tay, uh, is it Tay Diggs? No, mm-hmm. not Tay Diggs. What's his name? The black guy, the black bald guy. Oh, it's, um, can't remember his name. He looks like Tay Diggs. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So him and Tyrese, uh, yeah, Tyrese, yeah, Tyrese has a massive beef with the rock and it was a big Instagram war between the rock and him and, uh, because Tyrese was like, we built this franchise and now they're going to run off and do a spinoff with these two big rich motherfuckers, you know, who, who basically just, ca- just pop in occasionally, you know, and they're going to get their own spinoff. And apparently these guys were supposed to get a spinoff. Like they, they, like it wasn't supposed to be a full spinoff. It was supposed to be, it was supposed to be another fast and furious movie. But I don't know. Whatever happened, it went horribly wrong. And they, after Brian died, they decided we're going to do a spinoff um, because people don't go to the see Fast and Furious movies for the whole gang. They go for Vin Diesel and they go for The Rock now, you know, uh-huh. and Vin Diesel basically said, I agree with Tyrese. I don't want to be a part of whatever this other thing is going to be. So it was more beef with them, too. And I, I don't know. You know, it's kind of a mess. So we'll see what happens. I mean, people are going to see it anyway. Nobody cares. It's a Fast and the Furious franchise film. Yeah. It's, it's going to take, take place in the same universe. People are going to see it. I, I think it's... Uh, I want to say it's out of control. But, I mean, there's money to be made, so... Yeah. I'm, I can't be too mad, I guess. I'm not going to go pay money for it, so... Fuck Nobody's going to... Nobody... I mean, nobody is in it except for. I like Jason Statham, The Rock, the Rock cool. and Jason Statham. I yeah. like Idris, and Idris Alba. Yeah, I'm still not going to pay to see it. I don't know who Vanessa Kirby is. She's she on, that, she on she, Wikifeet? Probably is. She's a that girl. Um, yeah, I don't know who that is. So. Just wanted to yeah, bring that to everyone's in, attention. Mission yeah. Impossible Fallout. Isa Gonzalez, another that girl. You know, honestly. Unless a this is sound really misogynistic and like really shitty, but unless a woman really stands out, like her acting game is like she's more than a pretty face. I'm just gonna call her that girl mm-hmm. because I like I don't know their names, you know nothing about them stands out. They're just like some leading lady in a movie or like the girl who's playing alongside of this other guy who we know. You know you're not going to the movie to see any of them, so whatever. You know, I can't. I'd have to take some time to think if I'm 
if I want to engage in this conversation, but do you guys, can you think of any really good female actors? Uh, I can think of two off the top of my head. There's Tilda Swinton. Yeah. I don't love some of the roles she's taken, but I think but she's, she's a good, a good actress. actress. She's a good actress. And They're, Helen Mirren. She's good. Two identical women, but okay, yeah. They're, I don't think they're identical. And to Tilda throw a little Swinton color in the mix, Game of Alfred Thrones, Wood. right? No. That's Lena Headey. Tilda Wait. Swinton played uh, Gabriel in Constantine. Yeah, and who's the other one? Lena Headey? No, 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 the other one. The one you, the second woman you said. Oh, Helen had. Mirren. Helen Mirren is, is, is who, do, who does she play? Um, You might know her as, like... She's like 85 years old, James. Yeah, the so. the female assassin from Red and Red 2. She's also oh, okay. been, she was in Shadow Boxer, which you guys oh, always okay, mock okay, me okay. for liking. And uh, a bunch of older movies. But I think so, Tilda Swinton, well. there's yeah. the chick from Game of Thrones, not Lena Headey, but the chick who looks like Tilda Swinton, uh, who played Captain Fa- Phasma. Oh, yeah. She can act. Okay. Yeah. I really haven't seen much of her work, so that's, yeah. That's I mean, if you you have to see her in Game of Thrones, they don't do anything with her in Game in Star Wars. It was a total fucking waste. Um, you know, it's funny. I watch a lot of video essays now, and there's like a long rants about uh, Star Wars. And one of the things that stands out is how much they wasted her, and yeah. how good an actress she is, and how they just fucking threw her away. But uh, yeah, she's, she's a good dead, actress. Right? No, she's not dead. Like in the in the Star oh, Wars I don't universe, know. probably, probably, yeah. She fell out of a fucking spaceship or something, probably. <laughs> um, you don't mean um, Amelia Clark, do you? No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. She's a good actress, too. She's okay. okay. I'm you just looking at Amelia Clark. You don't watch Game of Thrones, right? No. So you no. don't know. She's a good actress. That's what I know, she shines. I know her from whatever Terminator movie she was in, and Please, that's pretty much Terminator? it. Terminator? That's well, like saying, well, I know her from Transformers. Nobody's a good actor. Well, here's, here's Shia LaBeouf is a fantastic Fuck actor. You. So <laughs> Amelia Clark was apparently in Terminator Genesis as Sarah Connor. Yes. Which is funny because Lena Headey plays Sarah Connor in the TV show Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Well, it's not funny. And now they're Look, both in a TV show together. And the Mobius strip continues. Yes, it's only connected because we mentioned them. Look, you have to see her in Game of Thrones. Where's Kevin Bacon in this whole That's scenario? That's where she shines. I, That's where she shines. I will... Cons- I, no, I'm not going to watch it. It's amazing. Oh, no. Also, the chick who plays the the main... In that, that show is filled with so many powerful, great female characters. It's stupid. And you really have to act to pull them off. So most of them are really good. All the, the three girls who play the three da- the two daughters, they're amazing. The smoking hot and they're amazing. Uh, the the click, chick who plays the Queen of Dragons, we just mentioned, she's amazing. The chick who plays the queen uh, uh, of the whole thing, the evil queen, she's amazing. You know, like she plays like the bad guy, like She's the villain of your nightmares. It's fucking so good. And she's diabolical to a lay level that you can't even understand. Mm-hmm. So she's she's great. There's a lot of great female characters in that in that show and they're played by really good actors. Um Well, once the 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 next and last season is completely over and the show's fully done, I might maybe I'll binge it sometime. Rosario Dawson's good too. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I won't say she's like the best, but she's good. Alfre Woodard, she's good. I don't know who that she's is. She's quite good. 
You'd recognize her face. She's like Viola Davis, but not. Yeah. She's good, oh, too. Viola Davis is good, too. Yeah, very good. Yeah. There's there, there's good women actors out there. I just don't think any of these, like, super hot chicks they put in these movies are anything. They're just, like, whatever. No, you know, like, no value other than. Yeah. They're just a hot. There's a, is, a is pretty Kate, face in a pair of Is Kate Mulgrew a good actress? She's Kate versatile, but I don't know if she's good. Captain Janeway. Because she did Star Trek, and that's, you know, you don't have to be a great actor on Star Trek. But she also did... Um, Orange is the New Black. Yeah, so I she's good in that. I haven't she's seen really her in that. that. She, she did some Red. other live-action show where she's, like, uh, some weird detective agency. She has an eye patch. Maybe that was, just like, an internet miniseries or something. What? I think that was pretty funny. Yeah, I'll try to find it. So, look, in Orange is the New Black... If you haven't seen it, you don't know this. She does the entire thing in like a shitty, uh, well, I won't say shitty, but in a, in a, it's not shitty. Shitty's not the right word. It's, I can't explain it. It's a very bad English accent. Mm -hmm. And when I say English, I don't mean like British, but I mean like a Russian person trying to speak English, you know? So you're so, you're very sold that she is Russian. Because it's so, her accent is so good that you feel like it's just a very shitty, it's like, you're like, oh, this is a Russian actress doing a really shitty impression of an American. That's what her accent is like. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a good actress. Actually, that show, even though that show's kind of turned left in some ways, that show's filled with good female actresses, except for the main character. The main character is a trash. But of all the other characters, except for the main character and the main character's girlfriend, all the other characters are really good. All the almost all the black women in the shows are really good. There's a Chinese lady in the show who's really good. Um, Kate Mulgrew's amazing. Uh, um, yeah, and the, most of the main characters in the show are really good. Okay, is that one is is that show canceled yet? Can I watch no. it yet? No, 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 no. no. But it's got like four seasons behind it, so you can watch it. Most of the Spanish women are thick. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> as, I do as, like as, the rose from that as show. As Hispanic though. women tend to be, well, it's not nice always, too, but boy. you know, it's nice. It's like the best. It's like the best. The best cuts of the of the Puerto Rican meat catalog. <laughs> it's fucking Jeez. nice, boy. Give me that pacaya. <laughs> <laughs> You're a wild oh, man, geez. James. You're oh, a wild man. Goodness. There's an old lady. Let me just find her. Um, I'm just gonna type this in. Hot. Uh, poor he's, like, he's like hot old lady. Search. <laughs> <laughs> like, nope. Internet's internet scuffed. Porridge. Yeah, it's like you're not gonna find what you're looking for. Is the new black? Here we go. Hot Puerto Rican orange is the new black. Okay, there's like three of them. Okay, so Salinas Lavia, yeah, Salinas Lavia, I think is her name. That's one. Is this her? Yeah, Sel- Selena's Lavia. She is thick. Ooh. Like that. Uh-huh. Okay. Then this chick that plays Diet Diarana Di- Diaz. She's thick too. Oh, so nice. Martinez uh Maritza Ramos. Whoo! Foin. Foin. There's another chick who's not Puerto Rican. I can't think of her name, but she plays alongside of this chick. Uh, her name her name's Diana. Diana Guerrero. Yeah. Um, Diane Guerrero. She's fine. 
She's fine as hell. There's Gu- so many Guerrero. Fucking, like this, 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 this show is filled with so many beautiful, sexy Puerto Rican women, and there's nothing wrong. I mean, nothing wrong with other women, but I'm saying these ones. My God, my gully gum drops. Like, like, uh, what's it called? Say, goody googa goony goo goo, goony goo goo. All right, uh, look at this one. This is the other chick. This is the older chick, and she's thick, man. Oh, amazing. Everyone who's listening to the show is like, what is going on? No, it's okay. I found uh, there's another actress in here who uh, I'm a fan of, and you may disagree with me, but I do like Taryn Manning. Taryn Manning? Who's that? Is she the main blonde chick? Tiffany Doggett? Pensatucky? Oh, yeah, I like her, too. I thought she was a singer for some reason. But she's in a bunch of stuff. I like yeah. her too. I like Pinsatucky. She's another great actress. She sells that character. You're like, oh, this is some hillbilly white trash girl. She sells the shit out of it. Yeah, you believe she was, it. She she played her character pretty well in um, the fucking Pip movie. I don't remember what it's called. It's hard out here for a Pimp. You know what I'm talking about? So she's yeah. actually born in Falls she's Church, in- Virginia, which is interesting. Although she didn't grow up here. She grew up living in a trailer park. Oh, oh, there you go. She's a method actress from the beginning. That's right. Hmm. Yeah, this hustle and flow. Is, that's what it was. Shit. This show's filled with uh, beautiful women, and they all are great actresses. They really sell. You really feel like you're part of this kind of prison, this female prison experience, and not in a sexy, you know, way, but in like a really disturbing way. That's kind of shocking and good, and they attack a lot of prison issues in a way that you wouldn't think a very mixed cast could, but they really do it, and it's really good. It's really well done. I'm sold. Yeah, and there's a lot of boobies, so I, I'm sold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you'll like that show. Um, okay, so what else? We're gonna talk about. Puerto Rican boobies for way too long. The Uncanny uh, Valley. Oh, God. What is Idris Alba wearing in this video, in this picture? Why do they dress people like this in movies? They're like, you need a weird spacesuit. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're the motorcyclist from hell. It's body you know? armor. Who put this lightweight Anna, body who armor? Who put this Anna and Lucy thing in here? Oh, I did. These are these twins that are going to get married to some guy? Yeah, so I just heard about this. It's just are they Mormon? Thing. Are they part of the Church of Jesus Christ? No, no. You, I, I'd say Jesus Christ. You just like <laughs> you know, but raise it, Jesus Christ. Where where so, are they? Yeah, I think they're in New York somewhere. I'm not sure though. But basically, they got all this work done to their faces. Yeah, it's to bad. make themselves look more identical. Oh my god! Even though they were already identical twins. Um, they try, if you watch the opening video, and I, I don't think you should watch it because it's stupid, but if you watch like the little bit of their opener, you can see they do these forced trying to finish each other's sentences. They try to force it, you know, but it doesn't work, you know, but because you have the one on the right saying something and the one on the left trying to finish it and it's like, uh, you know, it's not good. You know, they're trying to be like, we're really, really identical twins. They both date the same guy. They sleep in the same bed with the same guy. They right now they're on the news again because they want to get pregnant at the same time and be pregnant together at the same time by him. Yeah. They both wanted to marry him, 
but they can't find a place where that's legal, I guess. Yeah. Or something. They sound British or something. Yeah, they have weird accents. I think they're British or something like that. Why? Why? Oh. And they're not... One of the clips down there, It's they're on doing like a news interview, and above them it says Perth, so I guess they're Australian? Oh, maybe they are Australian. Maybe that's that's what it is. But yeah, they're to me they're not attractive. To me they look like very uncanny valley kind of like gross. You know, yeah. it's kind of weird. Your why it's, is your face smooth? Yeah, it's too smooth. It's, it's like, like it's clay. like it's like Dave Chappelle's balls, his Botox balls, <laughs> smooth as eggs, shiny. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, they're they're from Perth. Okay, so, there you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> their dad's mustache. Their dad has the strongest handle, handlebar mustache I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> Um. Anyway, yeah, I put that in a little anecdotal garbage. Anecdotal, go- an anecdotal, an anecdotal. Yeah, uh-huh. anecdotal. Okay, no link for here. I'll put a video there uh, later. Uh, in yeah, game they're theory, just like, they're just like creepy looking. Uh, yeah. All right. So in game theory, we got Activision. News about Activision. Activision. Is that still a uh, company? Yeah, it is still a company. They own. They're called. They're actually called Activision Blizzard. And they own mm. Blizzard, like WoW, Overwatch, and those games. They also owned, uh, or they do own until for until a, f- a couple days from now, uh, or they were partners, but in an owning type partnership with, uh, I can't think of the name of the studio now to save my life. Oh, Bungie, and Bungie own the license. They own the license to Halo and. Uh, and uh, Fiddlesticks. What's the name of that game? <laughs> Describe it. Use your not, words. Um, it's the Space Division. Oh, okay. Uh, starts with a D, I think. Was it Division? Destiny? No, no, no. Destiny. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So they own the rights of Destiny. So earlier this week, they announced Bungie announced that they will be separating from Activision after a great eight-year relationship through the first two Division games. <clears throat> and and a couple DLCs, and they're going to be going. They're taking the rights to the division with them from Activision. Activision is signing division over the rights. Destiny. They're taking the, the the rights to Destiny. Sorry, Destiny. Yeah, okay. to Destiny with them, and uh, Activision signing over the rights to Destiny to Bungie, and they're going to be going off on their own. So this cost a four point five billion dollar loss in investor. Uh, stock value in the company an 11 percent drop which is about 4.5 billion dollars um overnight when this happened activision's having a very hard time right now their only their only core product left over is uh call of duty and then they have i think one game uh to scott's i don't know japanese word shadows die twice um very small title and then Something similar to Jet Set Radio, just like nothing special. It's I, it might as well be Jet Set Radio, but it's not that. Um, that's the only two games they have coming out for 2019. So investors aren't too hyped. Uh, we'll have to see what Bungie's going to do with this. Um, apparently, Activision has taken the brunt of the blame for uh, Bungie's failures with Destiny, but people are saying that it's actually Bungie's fault. They Bungie's kind of bungled it. Um, and they just blamed Activision. 
Uh, the only thing Activision did was they forced Bungie. They wanted Bungie to come out with an, a, a, a Destiny game every year. And Bungie wanted to come out with a game every like two years or something like that in the in the Destiny franchise. Or, or just give every, you know, every now and again some DLC or something. <clears throat> I don't really know what their plan was, but they weren't able to execute it. And then Activision wanted to come out with, they said, well, we need to monetize. We need to do more monetization. So Activision is pretty much well-renowned for really scandalous and sketchy uh, monetization practices. Right now in Call of Duty, they're selling a literal red dot, not a red dot site, but a red dot reticle for $2 in their store. They're selling it in in the Call of Duty store. So people are very upset about that because it's just ridiculous. Um, they're basically destroying Blizzard because Blizzard's CEO, uh, something Monahan, who ran Blizzard up until from the very beginning, up until like September, he retired and went into into a consulting role from September, and he's leaving. It was just announced he's leaving in April. Um, since he left, they've they started they put a, a finance officer in charge. And or not in charge, but in some kind of power role there who's been slowly taking apart Blizzard and downsizing them and telling them we need to monetize, monetize, monetize. We need to add um, microtransactions to games. We got to do more to make more money. So um, Blizzard's having a lot of trouble with that. And uh, the vibe of the on the Blizzard campus seems to be falling apart and people are very upset about it. But they've lost two CFOs in. Uh, four months, five months, I guess. So they had one CFO leave in September. He was fired because he went to go work. He, he talked to, he went to go talk to Netflix and said, Hey, hook me up with a job B. And Netflix was like, we got you son. And when they found out at Activision, they fired him. And then Activision hired this other lady from inside their company. And she was like, nah, I'm out. After like three months, <laughs> <laughs> she went to go work at Square. So uh, the tra- finance company. So mm. I don't know what's going to what's Activision seems to have a lot of problems. with holding executives. Blizzard's having some problems right now dealing with Activision because Activision has been putting more pressure on Blizzard to produce because they're the only other big AAA franchise they have with World of Warcraft and Overwatch. Um, and then uh, there's also all these allegations of uh uh equal opportunity like abuse like company like people are being abused by the like you know for being you know hispanic or a woman or whatever so there's all these allegations about that going on right now and all this other stuff so we'll see what happens with bungie uh we'll see if the annual since since the only ones who wanted to do then to do annual releases was activision we'll see what they produce maybe the next destiny game will be amazing that's what everybody thinks will happen, but we'll see. So, um, yeah, uh, all the big companies are having problems right now. Activision, EA, they're all having issues. So we'll see what happens. Hmm. Hmm. Fun hmm. shit. How's uh, Roberts Industrial doing? Roberts Space Industries? They're doing good. Yeah. They're, doing, they're doing well. Um, the take is up. No, I don't know. <laughs> they just released a. I think I told you this, but they just released a thing saying that they had a. They've released a timeline for Squadron Forty Two being released, so they're saying it'll be in beta end of twenty. Uh, beginning of twenty twenty, first quarter of twenty twenty. 
Okay. Uh, the new flight model. I just got a PTU request for the f- new flight model. Um, for three point five, and I mean the doctor. I mean, <laughs> doctor. Uh, people say what they. I know people don't like Squadron Forty Two. They don't like Star Citizen. They think it's a scam because it's made so much money. But the thing is, of every beta game you've ever seen, nobody puts out more information about what's going on and has been more honest about their production cycle than Robert Space Industries or CIG. So it's all out. The proof's all out there. People, you go on YouTube, there's tons of hate, but the fact is it's all the proof's out there. Mm -hmm. You don't have to listen to me or anybody else. So Um, It'll be interesting to see what the final, final product is going to be from a game that's been developed with community feedback and adequate funding over well, like a 10 year period. It might be amazing or it might be a total fucking shit show. I huh. worry about that, honestly, about what it will be. Cause it was supposed to come out in 2012 or 2014. 20, the like original, original promise 20, uh, I think it was 2016, they oh, said. Okay. Um, 2012 was when they first made the first Kickstarter. 2016, they said between 2015, 2016. 2015, they pushed it. They came out the trailer said, 2016, it's coming. Then 2016, they were like, let's pretend we didn't say that. <laughs> let's not say anything and pretend it never happened. Um, but if you watch the video called Answer the Call, it, the original Squadron 42 trailer, it shows 2016 um, at the end of the video. And then mm-hmm. now Chris Roberts is basically, they basically, I think what was happening before is they weren't following, or they, they probably were following an internal process. They were using Jira. If you're familiar with Jira, it's like a Kanban process for uh, for software development. So they were using Jira to help, help them do their fucking, uh, do their stuff. Mm-hmm. But the problem was, I think because it wasn't customer-facing, they didn't have... I feel like you got to have that outside intervention. you got to have those people who are very involved from the customer standpoint to be like, wait, what is this? Wait, what is that? So now they've, they put the a customer-facing site that has their entire plan, release plan for the next year. And every the, since like August or something, they've been producing that. So now they have one for the entire... They have one for Squadron 42 and one for Star Citizen. The Squadron 42 one runs all the way to beta. And they basically said, if we follow this plan, these are the things you can expect. You know? And they've given themselves a reasonable amount of time for each thing. And so we'll see what happens. So far, they've been able to put out regular quarterly releases for Star Citizen. And a lot of those releases go into Squadron 42. So we'll see what happens. But, I mean, you know, okay. it'll be good or it won't be. You know? Yeah. But either way, you will have enjoyed playing it for several years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've had fun playing the game. It's, you know, I don't I, well, I don't know that it's been worth my money, but um, yet, mm-hmm. you know, but as long as I don't spend any more money on it and I can keep playing it for another three or four years, then it would have been, it would have proven worth my money. So. Nice. All right. What do we got now? No product review this week. No product review. I thought about... Uh... Mentioning some some extreme motion jeans, some very stretchy jeans. Um, but Ugh. I feel like I would need to take take some action shots to properly express my love for these. Gross. But they do have a something called a crotch grommet, 
uh, which alleviate, <laughs> which alleviates stress. It sounds like a creature. It, it yeah, alleviates stress gross. when manspreading and mansplaining, so that's helpful. This irritation <laughs> is causing a crotch grommet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or maybe I'm using the wrong word. Maybe it's a gusset. Mm, that sounds it's like, like it's it. a stress relief. Is that what a gusset is? Uh, it can be. Uh, I've had gussets sewn into my pants before. Okay, but it's so probably it's, that it's uh, it's a crotch gusset. Yeah, it's in the it's in the crotch. <laughs> it gives you a little more wiggle room, as they say. Yeah, mm-hmm. plenty of more room to kick kids in the throats if you're for those, right. for those big balls to have more room. Yeah, to that's absolutely right. float around for all oh, that yeah. big dick energy you got going. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So let me ask you guys. Well, let's move. Drop down the yum update here for a second. Um. You like grapefruit? It has its place. It does. You like ruby red grapefruit or ruby red grapefruit juice? I love ruby red grapefruit juice. Even though now I know it's full of sugar and I shouldn't drink it and everything, but it's delicious. So are you familiar with atomic gardening? No. Uh, apparently, it's it was and probably still is a reasonably common practice to uh, expose some plant buds to some nice uh, radioactive cobalt 60 and see what happens. So the ruby red grapefruit turns out is a result of atomic gardening, a pink grapefruit and uh, it sold pretty well. Everyone loved the, the ruby red color. And it actually got me curious if blood oranges uh, came about in a similar fashion. Um, but yeah, I just thought I'd bring it to your attention that, you know, ruby red grapefruit juice, uh, was a product of radioactivity and also interesting facts, since we've been China heavy on this show, if you scroll down a little bit to the production numbers from 2012, China, number one in the world, producing almost 4 million metric tons of grapefruit and pomelo per year. They're on top again. Pomelo. I've yeah. had that before. That's like a weird grapefruit. It's big. Thick skin. Yeah, they're massive. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty good. But... Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> James, yeah. this might interest you. Mike, might interest you too. We've probably talked about this briefly in the past. Ho, the, ho, ho. The, the, oh, my God, yeah. The... How do you say it? Zumwalt? Mm-hmm. Zumwalt. Class destroyer, U.S. Navy ships. Um, What a waste, huh? Beautiful looking stealth ships. They're going to provide support for, you know, battle groups and whatnot. Designed around this awesome new weapon. 155 millimeter uh, gun missile. It was, you know, uh, rocket powered artillery basically that's a so, rail gun it's not a rail gun it's not a rail gun okay it's the long range land attack projectile or lurlap as i'm Ugh. calling it <laughs> do better <laughs> do better u.s navy <laughs> um the three Sumwalt destroyers each have two of these guns they were designed around these weapons to use them for specific reasons Unfortunately, come 2016, the contract 
to produce the artillery was canceled. So we have three intimidating destroyers in the U.S. Navy that at most can share a total of 90 test rounds that were originally built. Oh, my God. Uh, With the budget cuts and everything, if they wanted to buy more of these rounds, they would be about a million dollars per shot. Are you serious? Which is about the equivalent of a Tomahawk missile per shot. So it's not going to happen. So, James, what a waste, huh? Well, you know, here's the thing, right? So the, the Army, I don't know if the Navy has this, but I'm sure they do. They have this thing, the, com- the group I used to work for when I worked at the Army, they had this process where if you needed something in the field and you needed it now, a contract, a quick spun up, shitty spun up, like purely executed contract could go out and then people could bid for the contract, grab it, make this thing and then ship it out to you, you know, with quick turnaround time. And the, basically the government would just sort it out later. Like that was the whole idea. They just sort they deal with it later. So maybe that'll happen. Like maybe maybe if if they need this, they'll use the ninety rounds. They'll split the ninety up rounds up among the other three ships if they decide they need this one day, and then they'll, you know, make a new they'll call some company and they'll make a new set of rounds for this thing. Mm. You know? One can hope. Or but some I, other company, I'm, or they'll put a railgun on it, or who knows what. They'll hopefully, they can thing. they can do some retrofitting because I believe you know the whole the whole program lost a lot of its budget. So I don't think they're going to build any more of these. You know, on they're on to bigger and better things, perhaps. But uh, I think the Zoom what was it wasn't it a failure altogether? Um, probably, but who knows whether it was like a mechanical failure, like an engineering failure, a budget failure. Seems like a budget failure right now. But I was scrolling down a little bit more in the article, and uh, do you know who it was named for? Is an admiral. Ad- admiral Zumwalt. What was his first name, Mike? Um, Elmo, apparently. There you go. Elmo R. Bud Zumwalt Jr. <laughs> you gonna if we ever have kids, you gonna name them Elmo? Or Chesley? Uh, For Captain Sully? No? No, these must be really old names. Yeah? Do you think they should be brought back slash maintained? Or are you going to name your kid, like, Keldon? Uh, Bro, there's these new names going on, and I don't understand it. It's like people are taking names and dropping a letter. Yeah. So, I know one person named their kid Camden. Right. Okay. Are we guessing the spelling? No, no. There's, okay. You don't have to worry about spelling. It's, it's correct. Like Camden Yards. Yeah. It, okay. So there's no Y. No. Okay. But another person I know named their kid Caden. Right. That's a popular one. So remove the M. Same name, but it's ah. remove the M. Okay. Um. Another name. So we all know the name Brandon. Uh huh. And now I've seen Bandon. No. What the fuck? No. Take that. Call Child Protective Services. Take that <laughs> kid from the parents. No. Yeah, exactly. Someone needs to have the, the veto rights. 
What was yeah. I? I was listening. To, I must have been watching a comedian or something, or or talking about that. We were talking about it earlier. Germany, uh, I believe it's Germany, has a list of approved children's well, yeah. names. Well, yeah, that's a good idea. You, you can, can be you you can be special and unique through your good deeds and your works and your recognition, not how you write your name. Fuck off, parents. Yeah. No, I did. I did watch a little five-minute thing where a comedian was like, you know, mm-mm. it's like there needs to be somebody there, like, you know, like, what do you want to name your your child? Fantasia. Like, uh-huh. mm. and the nurse is like, like, nope, nope okay, nope, nope, it's nope, like nope. Uh, Elizabeth. It is. Yeah, or he was like, it was like, so where's my son? Oh, well, we we gave him to a comp- uh, you know, a couple that would actually love him. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's gonna be re- named Brian, not you know, fucking yeah. whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, so, one that I, I think I first heard about it about ten years ago that still kind of it ir- irks me a little bit is uh, Nevaeh. James is familiar with that. Yeah, hmm. it, it is heaven spelled backwards, Mike. Oh. That's uh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So in in a book series that I've read, that James has read one or two of the books, and then he discarded it because he he didn't like it. Um, one of the main characters, her name is Eliza. Mm-hmm. Um, and supposedly it's actually short, short for Elizabeth originally, uh-huh. but it's just become Eliza now. Right. So someone was named in her honor in the book. And her name is Azeel. Fuck out of here. That sounds like a. What's the name of Sigourney Weaver's character from Ghostbusters? Uh, I don't know. Oh, sounds like it could be that. Oh, you mean. Uh, Isn't there Azul? some. Zool? Yeah. <laughs> Zool yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's not Sigourney Weaver, I don't think. <laughs> no, that's the god that possesses her. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Sounds like some demon. Makes sense. Yeah. Thank you for naming your child after a demon. I mean, in that book, that I mean, uh, Eliza, what it is. <laughs> Eliza was like the devil slash a vampire slash the zombie queen slash what the oh, fuck ever gotcha. like slash the black box villain of the series for a while at least. Yeah. Um, so she's uh yeah. So the other person's named in her honor is named Azil. <laughs> why anyone? Why anyone would name anyone, name anyone in her honor? I have no idea. Well, they they explained it in the book. I'm not going to go course, into it right now. Of course they do. But... Of course they do, Michael. Um, I'm not going to. Not a bad series. Now. Not for me. Anyone, if you like a good book series, that's a good series. It's just not for me. Yes, that's uh, the zombie Fallout series. Yeah, zombie Fallout series. Um, yeah, I don't. So to me, if you're gonna like, if I'm gonna name my kid after Mike, the kid's name will be Mike. Mm-hmm. Not Mikhail, not or Mikin. or Mikim or anything like that. It's like Mike is named after you. Mike's like thanks. Who what the about, fuck's Mikim? What about M Y K E? Yeah, no, no. Evan, if you do some dumb shit like that, M I Y K. Now Mike you're just now you're just being insulting. <laughs> yeah, now you're just being a fucking asshole. But you know what? Here's the thing. I totally see a future in America where Mike is spelled M Y K. You gotta put an apostrophe between every letter and then jam a comma in there somewhere. Jesus, like M apostrophe Y apostrophe K comma E. So how how do you say it, Jackson? 
<laughs> Jackson. Oh God. It's like that J is pronounced Javier, but we're pronouncing it J. Like what? It's a Javier, but J. It's a ha. Oh my God. What about, okay. So your name is spelled M I K E. He's like, Hey, Hey Mike. And he's like, it's not my name. It's like, what's your name? My name is M I K E. Oh, (laughs) I can totally see that too. I mean, don't forget reality winner existed. Imagine dealing with that as, as a second grader and as a second grade teacher. Impossible. Yeah. Stupid. People are fucking stupid. God, we don't, we don't, we don't deserve this planet. <laughs> Fuck. When the apes gonna take over or fucking lion people or whatever. Fuck. Just, just give it to China. Oh. Fuck it. Or uh, they're they're just as bad, if not worse. Just pay me in low main and do whatever animal. you want. It's the human animal. Pay you in low main. Pay me in the best <laughs> hoonin cooking you have. Hoonin. It's pronounced hoonin. All right. <laughs> What 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 do you say, Mike? Mike said, "Give me some of that egg foo young there, girl." <laughs> when when have I ever said that? You're an egg foo young man. Everybody knows that. No, I'm not. You, yes, you are. You're always ordering fucking egg foo young, you motherfucker. I order it for my mother. Well, whatever. I don't like egg foo young that much, actually. And, I mean, I'll eat and, it if I have to. You know? If I have to, if it's you know. <laughs> The only thing if it's in, unclaimed, you know, you know, if it's unclaimed, yeah, if it's alone in the fridge, <laughs> oh, I'll eat it. All right, what I'm do we sorry. got next here? So I don't know if you guys heard about this. Oh, um, and this article is great because it's written from the point of view of the person's like, this is so crazy. I don't know what to do with this. So a guy was caught licking a family's doorbell for three hours on video. Like, so he is definitely on, uh, like ecstasy or acid, something like that. The guy is thirty-three-year-old Roberto Daniel Arroyo. It says took to a home in Salinas, California. The parents were gone at the time, but the children were inside. He took to licking the doorbell, and uh, that's pretty much it. And it's not like he went up, licked it, and left. Did he, he ring the doorbell? It, like continuously for three hours, huh? Did he ring the doorbell? I'm guessing it was ringing. I don't really know. And for some reason, this this family had a had a like a surveillance camera. It's it a ring, ring. The ring camera. Yeah. Um. So yeah. It's fucking crazy. It looks like he's licking um, an old intercom system because Ring is a doorbell. It's a doorbell with a camera built into it that sits on front of your door. Right. So he wasn't licking. I mean, he's obviously licking some ancient piece of equipment there, which is it's just, just very strange. Right. Yeah. It is very strange. For um, three hours. Is he? Uh... Oh, it's in Canada. Okay. Well, it, this was in Salinas, California. Uh, okay. Well, Canadian family, something like that. And he's like making eye contact the whole time. <laughs> they said he took bathroom breaks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what is this guy on? 
He said he took he's he took little breaks like to piss in the backyard, but for the <laughs> most part he was licking <laughs> mushrooms. This got to be something. Yeah, he's on something. Yeah, he's on some. He's definitely on something. That's, it, says, it says the police are looking for him, for him, so they know who he is, but they're looking for him, who may face charges for prowling. <laughs> That's a crime. Yeah. <laughs> is this going to go into your, your, your list of cool crimes you want to commit, Michael? Cat yeah. burgling and prowling. <laughs> That's right. They go prowling. hand in hand. He's a, he's a prowler. Oh, God. A prowler. A person. So I just type prowling. It's like prowl. Of a person or animal, move around restlessly and stealthily, especially in search of or as if in search of prey. It's like doorbell to lick. <laughs> I, I don't. I I don't think this is a a, a good thing. <laughs> I think I think they need more. I think they got There's got to be something. They, lewd and lascivious behavior. There's got to be something. I mean, come on. He's licking a doorbell. It's just gross. It's gross. I don't understand. I mean, I if I feel like I'd have to go when I went home and I saw that video, I'd have to smash that doorbell with a fucking sledgehammer and start fresh, you know. <laughs> I'd paint the whole walkway, everything, bleach the front steps. That's so fucking gross. So the the author of this article wrote, you know, I thought I'd seen it all when headlines like mysterious clowns stand silently for ten minutes on family's porch. Or, oh my god, doc, dog locks himself out and knocks to get back in. They said, I thought we had run the gamut of stories from dark to light to boring to whatever. But I was wrong. I was so, so wrong. There is no bottom. <laughs> there is no bottom. He's right about that. Um, yeah, we talked about the guy with the pee bottles last week, didn't we? Yep. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that, and uh, I don't know if it was after the show or what, but I uh, sent you guys the link to the yeah, you sent it to us, yeah, to the uh, <laughs> to the whole post <laughs> on Reddit to his commitment yeah. papers. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Pretty it's, fucking it's much. A, it's like, guys, I swear I'm normal. What are y'all freaking out about? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> like, what about the cum shirts? Is it? <laughs> Oh, it's sorry, like I mean, bro. I'm a guy. What can I say? You yeah, know, it's fucking disgusting. I'm a man's man. Fucking disgusting. Um, yeah. Uh, I I sent you guys the other day. I'll just mention really quickly, and then I'm done. The uh, the thing where where people post what people say in their sleep. Yes. Fucking hilarious. I went ahead and downloaded an app so I can start recording myself. Only problem is I I snore constantly, so it recorded snoring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine, yeah. you know. But <clears throat> I did hear a little, like I I couldn't, you know, because it's like yo, listen to four hours of this, you know. But right, like I I did hear a little bit of uh, so yeah. I, I was trying to say something, but you know. See what you have to do is you just take their recording put it into a uh like audacity or reaper or whatever thing it is see where the volume spikes and then you can zoom in on that and just listen to that otherwise you know it's just background noise and snoring 
Right. It even picked up my, the sound of my PC that was on, so I'd have to turn that off. Right. Great. <laughs> yeah. So for some reason, I wanted to put some videos down here, but I'm not going to. Um, but uh, for some reason, <laughs> I don't know if this is happening to anybody else on YouTube. If it is, I don't know how much how many people spend as much time on YouTube as I do. But YouTube is like has a few things that it wants me to watch, and it keeps showing them to me. One of them is videos of Asmund Gold. Um, I don't know anybody knows that is apparently he's a very he's one of the early streamers early twitch streamers of World of Warcraft content but he looks like a skinny creepy looking white guy and they just keep trying to show me videos of his like Asmund Gold's brain extro- explodes from letting stream decide videos you know and it's just it, it uh, some video about uh, this is all these weird shit they always I, I don't understand why YouTube why are you always trying to show me something? Stop recommending videos to me. I don't want to see any more fucking... They keep, they keep saying, Kraut Space Magic, the HK G11, Forgotten Weapons. Forgotten Weapons is a great series. I don't want to see this video. <laughs> Why do you keep trying to show it to me, YouTube? I swear to God. I don't care about Asmund Gold. 10 Collector's Editions that were total disasters. No, it's not recommended for me. I don't want to see it. Get out of here. I wish you could say no. Okay, anyway, all right. That's enough of that. Sorry. Okay. Anybody got anything else? Any any alibis, as they say? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I uh, I was just reading. You guys mentioned, you know, grapefruit, pomelo. Yep. Blah blah. I looked up blood orange. Yep. Apparently, is it, it's is it radioactive gardening? No, oh. it's a mat- natural mutation of the orange, which is itself a hybrid, <gasps> probably between the pomelo and the tangerine. What about a tangelo? Gross. The hell's that? It's uh, it's, it's been well, around for a long time. Yeah, Tangelo's pretty old. So blood orange is fake. It's not a real thing. It's a made up thing. No, it's, it's a, a real thing. thing. Yeah, it's a thing. It, uh, is it yeah. natural or do we make it? I just said it's a natural mutation of an orange. Okay, all right. I've never seen this Tangelo before. Tangelo, not Tangelo. Tang- that's that's Jeez. the name of your son, Mike Tangelo. Sound like a fucking Polish guy trying to fucking. <laughs> I've never seen this Tangelo. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, fucking pa- Raulo. God damn. Tangelo, motherfucker. Tangelo, fine. He's a Tangelo. <laughs> Don't enunciate it like that, Michael. My God, My- Mikey. M-I-M-Y-K. <laughs> <laughs> the fool once known as Mike. Just call me MYK. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's a tangerine and a what's the other thing? A tangerine and orange, a tangelo. No, hmm. tangerine and something else. Might be a pomelo, who knows? I don't know. But it's it's uh it's just tiny it's tiny. It's a tiny tiny thing. Um yeah, I used to get them when I was kids. When I was a kid. This was like before clementines or halos were around yeah and by the way i hate the concept of clementines they're delicious yeah they are or mandarin oranges those fucking chinese again oh god yeah fucking they're so good dude i uh, especially in a little can with the syrup oh man god i just drink them you just drink (laughs) them up you just gargle with that shit and ruin your lungs your tongue (laughs) not your lungs you just inhale just inhale the orange syrup (laughs) And kill yourself. It's so good. Have you seen this video of the guy inhaling hot dogs? <laughs> no. No. He's like this. He's wearing like this, like 
rednecky outfit and there's this girl in the background with a cutoff tee. There's so much in this in the video to unpack. There really is so much in the fucking video. But he looks like the biggest like hillbilly trailer tra- trailer guy, and he's got a pack of hot dogs, and he's like, "Here we go, the fast hot dog eater." And he goes, he takes a hot dog, he goes, he goes, and he sucks it, and he gets, he's, I can't even do it. He sucks it into his body, and I swear the hot dog's going in his fucking lungs. <laughs> and then he takes another one, sucks that one down, that one, that one. He sucks like three down, and he goes, and he spits it out. One, two, three, four. I'm like, he's got hot dogs in his lungs. <laughs> What is going on with this guy? So he's a street magi- magician with tremendous flap control. I guess maybe maybe he has flap control. Yeah, yeah. He's got he's got the flap control that Richard was that looking Rick, for all Rick his always life. Wanted yeah that Rick always wanted and couldn't have. He was denied. They're polar opposites. <laughs> yeah, Rick. If you're out there, hero villain. You know, rip your flap. Rip. <laughs> rip I thought he was missing his flap. He's missing it. That's what I'm saying. Rip in peace. His flaps ripping in peace. In peace. <laughs> oh, okay. Since he was a kid, he's got he. That's why he's a burping bastard <laughs> with poor <laughs> with poor poor community skills. He just it's like Bleh. it's like Buckaroo Banzai, but it's burping bastard. Say, yeah. so, hey Rick, what do you think about? <laughs> like Jesus, Are you okay? So I'm just drinking Dr Pepper. Is my my flap is missing? Fuck out of here. <laughs> There's a guy in my Discord who burps all the time on fucking comms. And I'm like, look, Rick, shut the fuck up. He's like, who's Rick? I'm like, I don't want to hear about your flap. I don't want to hear about any of that. He's like, what flap? It's like, look, whatever you're doing, fucking stop. I don't want, stop burping in my goddamn ears. He's like, sorry. I'm like, oh my God, what the hell? And then they just do it to fucking troll me now. Now it's a whole thing. Okay. Anyway, my life is just a bunch, just rage. It's just all kinds of various rages. Anyway, I'll have to find the hot dog video if I can find it. I saw it on Facebook a couple like a week ago. If I can find it out on YouTube, I'll find. It. I'll look for it. Um, okay. Any any alibis? We all nothing. Guys had nothing. No sir. Okay. Excellent. All right. Thank you again for coming and listening to our very long chatty random show. Uh, you guys are our loyal fans, all seven of you, and we appreciate your time as always. Uh, your opinions are valuable to us. I'm sure we have several uh, things, polls you can go take uh, floating around out there. Look on our website or email us, and Michael can send you links to all of them. I don't know what they all are. Uh, feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. That's another place you can send us hate mail telling us we're too long-winded and uh, not long-winded enough, and you'd like to hear more rants or you want to hear less rants or whatever you want to hear. Please email us. Again, that's feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. Uh, we've got all the usual stuff. RSS feed, iTunes, Google Play, Mixcloud, Twitter. Uh, at iopanelpodcast is how you get to all those things. At iopanelpodcast for Twitter. At iopanelpodcast for Instagram. On Facebook, we have a Facebook page that is very unmonitored, but please go like us there. You'll be one of seven or eight people. Uh, <laughs> we have a YouTube channel that's blank. Please go subscribe. Let's see if we can get a subscriber button from YouTube for getting 100,000 subs without having any content. Let's go for it. Um, Amazon affiliate link and our Patreon. Those are two places we really care about. If you can help us out on Patreon, that would be great. We really would appreciate that. Uh, If you can help us out using the Amazon affiliate link found on our website, it doesn't affect you at all. You just buy things through that link. And whenever you buy stuff, we get our beak a little wet. We get a a little taste, a little piece of the action. Okay, a m- very small piece, 
that we've yet to see, but I'm sure we're getting a piece. <laughs> I'm sure something. Any day now. Any day now we'll get a piece. So uh, thank you very much, everybody who listens to the show. You are much appreciated. For the guys, from myself, have a great Sunday afternoon. Sugar